0: We are the ultimate bad review. Roll
1: camera. Camera rolling. Roll sound? South speed.
0: You look in the camera and run a take, you're dead.
2: Marcus! Action! Action. Do you know Quentin Tarantino? I love his
1: movies. I fucking hate Forrest Scum!
0: There's nothing left for our kinds of movies.
1: back the screen! The
0: Directors Guild of America will bring down its swift sword of justice on you rank amateurs.
1: The enormity of their stupidity is just overwhelming.
2: I, I saw that in the fridge. We should have all some right. of that. There,
0: everybody just microchips <laughs> as, the, as the episode
2: starts. That would be insane. As
0: we've got Blockbuster out, we're all we're all tripping balls just trying to figure out the quote. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a really good episode. We should do that, that at some that point. That would
2: be insane. I don't know yeah. if I want to record that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we should record it, but like it's just for the fellas. It's oh just, my god. It's just for us.
2: Or... It's Patreon content for way later oh on when we're, when we're all
0: famous and big and whatnot. <laughs>
2: Maybe. I mean, that that would be insane.
0: Thank you, all 30 listeners, for making us as big and important as we think we are. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> thank you.
2: Every single one of you, thank you for tuning in. Um, we actually busted out Blockbuster for this episode. Yeah, we're you guys. Crack it open. You guys were all like, yeah, you should do that. All 10 people that all voted. All 10 people. Thank yeah. you. Two of them yeah. are definitely sitting at this table. Maybe even three of them are sitting at
3: this oh, table. Oh, no. And I, and <laughs> I felt I, weird voting for it. I,
0: I, I did I vote, for, vote it. for it. And so did my wife. <laughs> so, uh,
3: so we do have we three kinda, of the ten. We yeah. kind of stack the odds, but <laughs> yes. but it's fine. And even if they, if you guys would have voted no, we probably still would have. Probably voted still no. would have done it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I would say so. I would say so. All right, then I'll I'll kick it off really quick, and I'm gonna do a one word. Let's see what happens.
3: Uh, oh, okay, easy, clown. It. Ding! Hey oh yo! I was about to say up.
0: <laughs> Why would you say up? I don't cloud? know
3: that because I was thinking of the two-letter word, and for some reason I was thinking, uh, oh boy, doing to act, act it
2: I'm act on a it. audio only. Can I only? do a different one? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Just do what I, you think it is. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna act like what I think it is. My life sucks and I hate it, and uh, I don't like Christmas either. Um, but anyway, Christmas Carol. Someone dies. Close. Someone died, and uh, it was when I was a kid, and it kind of reformed my. It's a understanding wonderful life. Of, there you go. <laughs> Damn, you, <laughs> of, you have, not seen, no, have not seen that movie either.
0: I not. to say someone. Someone does I, not die. Somebody almost dies at the beginning of the someone movie. Someone
2: died at the beginning of that movie, bro. No, I've seen it. You just said I you, did know. It. you just I said didn't. You just said didn't say seen anything. <laughs> I
1: didn't okay. Say
3: anything. Um, I'm gonna do a one word. Let's go. Um. Okay. Is that your word? No, sorry. <laughs> uh, I this is a hard word to do. Um. Uh, I'm gonna say. Oh man, that's literally in the title. Uh,
1: <laughs>
3: but it's not the word still, but it's in the title. Um, I'm gonna do Shadow. Shadow. Shadow, 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 Shadow.
2: Sam Raimi's Dark Man.
3: No.
0: What we do in Shadows.
3: No. That I mean that would be in the title.
0: It would have. I thought you were getting away with it by saying shadow instead of shadows. No, no. no.
2: <laughs> Can we get a hint?
3: Um, I'm gonna say uh, lurk lurk yeah
0: this has to be what we do in the shadows nah. but it's it's not um
2: I, dracula no <laughs> <laughs> i have i i have um, not a oh, clue man. i'm
3: gonna we might to have to say, do a. we might have to do a head to head if
0: this
2: yeah we can do a head to head
3: i'm down with that i didn't know if we were gonna throw that in there all right head to
2: head head someone or between you two oh, okay yeah oh, right sure, it's gotta sure. be <laughs> oh,
3: we did this last time. Movies with the chase scene. Wait, no, <sighs> let's not do that one, because that went on for like 30 yeah, okay, minutes last time. Like... No, no,
0: no, no, no. no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, there's I'm too
3: gonna... many, and, and the, the rules are too loose on that.
0: It's like, <laughs> how
2: many there's obviously no rules. We're literally just like shuffling the cards, doing right. redos. This is the Shot
3: and Chaser version oh, of playing Blockbuster. Y'all are going to be good at this. I think Nick is going to be really good at this. Movies that have been remade.
2: Oh, shit. Okay.
3: All right, Freaky Friday.
2: RoboCop, The Parrot Trap. <laughs> um, 101 Dalmatians.
0: Did they remake? Oh, they did. They did the live action <laughs> yeah. remake. Okay, Beauty
3: and the Beast. What a pull. Um, <laughs> yeah.
2: Mulan. We're just sticking with the Disney ones. We're
0: going to get the Disney ones out of the way. Cinderella.
2: What else is there? Jungle Book? Lion King. Um. What else is there? What else are we missing? I'll come back to that later. Um, a remake, right? Yeah. Uh, Friday the 13th. Okay, Halloween.
3: Ooh. Nightmare
2: on Elm. Tarzan. Ooh. There was it was. I was like, there's another one in there that we weren't mentioning. Um, shoot. Uh, remake remake <laughs> remake come on bud i'm really so my brain easy for this one it is godzilla uh, will will allow that it count we'll allow or is it is it continuous well candy? i
0: guess joey's the judge do you allow? it counts all right I think okay count. all right all right poltergeist
2: shoot um, <laughs> dude i oh my goodness I'm i have really so racking, many in my head right my now brain right now ghost in the shell mean girls
3: Damn, that's like not even out yet, but
1: um, <laughs> it had its yeah. world premiere what? last night or oh,
3: two nights ago. Damn. Wait, yeah, fresh off the press.
2: All right, the Batman,
3: the Batman. Mmm. Damn. Okay. Damn. Only if you would have thought of that, like ten minutes ago, like <laughs> I know.
2: two minutes ago. I know. I'm entering into different genres. No, this is this is going to
1: go on I mean
0: for so that. long. Um. <laughs> d- damn! No way. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that sucks. Oh, yeah. That's the okay. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, not exactly, but it doesn't matter. The Dark Knight. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay.
0: Uh, Solaris. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm trying to get uh, some deeper cuts. I'm not trying to go for these low hanging fruits like my opponent here.
2: you son of a bitch.
0: Okay. Um. Wow. The Mummy. Oh.
2: Wolfman,
0: Guillermo del Toro's Frankenstein.
3: Is that out? That's not even out yet. It's it's in production. <laughs> yeah, we'll count it. And it, it will exist <laughs> it, one day. It will be remade. <laughs> and it probably has been remade. Right. Oh, it's, for sure. Yeah, we just Dune. Dude. oh you suck are those really the same movie though just, I
2: was like that's the same source material you're right you're right, same same right you're source material.
3: <laughs> David Lynch just didn't read it I guess
2: I don't know <coughs> he like kind of ready and yeah. then he like I don't know we're gonna, was...
0: gonna do we're gonna go we're gonna start going other ways now uh, Spider-Man this is Ooh. going on for so long you this have is going on
2: for so long um I'm sorry he already said Spider-Man we already said the Batman um
0: Superman. Superman. We need to like start timing it. We're taking too long. I know. <laughs> does the button have a timer? It does, but there's no batteries in it. <laughs> oh damn. <laughs> and it didn't
2: come with a screwdriver. What kind Joey, of summary, give us give us ten seconds, and if we can't name one, it's just do right. it in your head. Or count it right
3: yeah, there. I do also have a clock art. Right. Okay, Starting now.
0: Okay.
2: Um, Dawn of the Dead. <sighs> um. Night of the Living Dead. Ah, you fucking asshole! Evil Dead. Mm, that was good. That was good. Um wait, what? Does that count as a remake? Yeah, I I guess 2013. 2013. Yeah, I'm out.
1: <laughs> yeah, I
3: was gonna say you had one second left. No, <laughs> oh, that.
2: and you used almost, it to I try and correct paused. me? <laughs> yeah. Give
0: me that uh, Batman card.
3: Yeah, the Dark Knight. The Dark, dark a, Knight. Man. Don't you feel I was, stupid. I was gonna say night, but I'm like that's even though it's the like night, yeah. it's yeah. still in the. Title. Could have thrown Nolan in there. You could, but I thought that we couldn't use names. That was another thing. I didn't want to use names.
0: That's true. That's true. I was That's also true. gonna do
3: Bale or like. You could have said Inception. <laughs> I literally would have been like Dark Knight. Yeah. yeah, I probably should
0: have.
2: Dark Inception. I mean, a uh, uh, Night Inception. Night Inception. Yeah,
1: night inception. Dark inception. Dark Knight. All right. I'm gonna hit, <laughs> hit you with a quote
0: wow this is an easy one and i'm just gonna give it away but uh the quote is uh bippity boppity boo the fact that nobody <laughs> said that
1: immediately oh is my really god, shocking is Look
2: at uh, cinderella there you go oh my god yeah what
1: the
0: hell i'm
2: like it's an old disney both movie. both of you like kind of
0: like looked off like <laughs> <"Ugh.">
3: <laughs> like like Look, i know it what
0: could that have been
3: I almost said Beauty and the Beast. I was like, that was on oh the tip of my God. tongue. I was like, it's, yeah, it's like a
2: movie. Time. What does it say? One word? One yeah. word hair.
0: Tangled. Yeah. Alright. I'm also gonna do a one word. Oh, are we flipping <laughs> over me? Wait! I thought that I thought I'm wrong. I'm I'm so sorry, <laughs> You're good. I
2: literally sorry this just so funny you
0: just,
2: yeah. just put the card down like, okay I'm gonna take the one
1: word
0: for some yeah. reason my brain commuted Joey taking that card as he got yeah. the card like, I will say
3: it's a rare thing for me to get the card so it did no. feel weird um god I don't I really just want to do one word because I can't look up a quote oh true okay um damn this is gonna give it away golf uh happy Gilmore yeah
1: <laughs> man
0: did there's a that? movie we need to do at some point yeah for real that's a good ass movie What's it gonna be, Nick? I'm also gonna do a one word. Those are just classic. Yeah. Ooh. Um. Easier.
3: Clay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Angel.
3: No, what? no, that's not the clay he's talking about. Damn no,
0: like, like, the, like the clay, like molding, like clay. Not like oh, I was thinking of like, a person. Okay, nope. We said no, no names. Well, well, that's right. Angel, the, <laughs> I thought friends. The,
2: like what's that? I don't know. Whatever. The one the, the, like the scene where like the client. ghost. I oh, meant ghost. Is it ghost? Ghost is what you're talking about. No. <laughs> clay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like there's like a clay shaping scene where like a, like a dude's spirit. I get is, that, like, but I can't it's think of a
3: movie oh, yeah. name with like clay in it.
2: You're
0: thinking too hard. Think small potatoes on this one. This was a softball. <laughs> For real? Yes. Because the next hint I'm going to give you, you're going to be like, oh, god damn it. That was so obvious. dude. I'm almost going to just give you a head-to-head because you didn't get it.
3: Yeah, I'm going to say, I'm just going to throw one out there, Beauty and the Beast.
0: No, here's your hint. Halloween.
3: Clay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Nightmare Before Christmas. Thank you.
3: Claymation. <laughs> god, yeah. I will never get that movie. Clay.
2: <laughs> you poor Simpleton. Sorry. All right, I'm gonna go with a it, quoted. It. Let's see if I can pull a quote out of a. Okay. Um, let me see if I can actually pull any quotes off the top of my dome. But if not, I'll just make one up. Okay. And it, 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 you'll you'll be able to guess. Okay. It. Um. Okay, because I've I've seen this movie so many times. Probably not gonna be able to pull out a quote. Um. <laughs> okay. It's just a board game. That's obviously a fake quote, but someone probably did say it in this movie. Is it Jumanji? Yeah. <laughs> Damn.
0: I also couldn't tell you a I was going to say
2: clue. Movie. <laughs> 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 not in space. Not in, yeah. So it's not
0: so
3: thorough.
2: Um <laughs> like I'll do a
1: quote it as well.
3: I'm gonna, um, oh, man. I should definitely know one. Um, I'm going to have to make one up. Uh, <laughs> That oh man, this is a movie I've only seen once too. Uh, I'm gonna have to say, you know, uh, <laughs> get it out, get it out. I know, it, it's like you're a
2: woman, Mulan.
3: There it is.
0: <laughs> Damn! Please bring honor to us all over here. That must have yeah.
2: been uh. I, I, honestly, I feel like both quotes that we just made up were probably said in the movie. Yeah. They're just not extremely They're not. Memorable. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, man. I got this one last time, and everybody looked at me like an asshole for three turns when you couldn't <laughs> figure out the line. I'm going to try the exact same line. Because <laughs> I don't
3: remember the movie, but I remember <laughs> thinking, like, what was
0: that?
2: Here it is again! Yeah, no. We literally
1: did this 48
2: hours ago. We did. We did do this literally two days ago. Was this the Mamma Mia
3: one? Nope. Okay. I remember that one was a big fiasco, too. Man, I... This is so embarrassing right now. <laughs> we are movie, listening.
0: We are a movie podcast. Yeah. And everybody that listened to this just went, oh, it's that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Except
1: for it's you guys.
2: It's Dukes of Hazard. No. 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 That was God never it, a movie. No. That is a movie, but it would
0: not yeah. be in
3: here. <laughs> what was your other quote you had? I'll
0: try to think of what my other quote was, because it's like, that is the quote from the movie. It's like a very, very important quote from that movie as a whole. Um... Ah, what are they teaching the school?
3: Oh my goodness! Wow, I really oh, gave it away. What are they teaching the school? Oh, <clears throat> okay. School of Rock. Yeah. There you go, Joey. Oh, I was gonna yeah. say I I
0: now remember it, but it got me. <laughs> I cannot even believe this final round. You you and Joey go one more time. I can't. Bro, yeah, that was embarrassing. Listen, that
2: movie is beloved by. Jack all. Black fans, all is a big term. It is all doesn't encompass. It, it is an
0: all-encompassing thing at this point. No, they literally Jeremy. have their own crews. They have their own event at Universal. They are a very big thing. Just
2: yeah, I, I'm not part of that group. Like yeah. that's that's I, great for them. I've seen
3: like, the movie like a couple times, but I thought
0: just, it was like I just okay. don't,
2: I just don't really connect with it.
0: They like used that. to like rerun on Cartoon Network like, and Nickelodeon yeah. like all the time. It, it, yeah, it did dude. honestly,
2: it did. Yeah, I own, I, I saw I've, it a lot. But.
0: I loved this movie when I was a kid. I probably watched it like. There were days where I would watch it, like, twice a day. Oh, damn. I yeah. know that when I... Like, I went back and watched it in my 20s, and I was like, this movie sucks. <laughs> As, yeah. like, a 11-year-old, this you movie rocked. You like it. This movie it's rocked. dope.
2: Yeah, also, I mean, like, he's a really likable character. Like, Jack Black is cool, but... Perfect um, perfect time in
0: life to be like, I'm into music. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly.
2: Okay. Final Matt card. I'm gonna act it out
1: again. Why oh, boy. not? Oh, boy.
0: Um... it's so worse oh, yeah.
1: yeah
2: I, like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else to do I was like swinging a bat swinging then, a bat
3: like <laughs> <laughs> all right I'm gonna do one word again okay final round um oh man I think I got this uh with one word last time um I'm gonna have to say I'm gonna make it obscure I'm gonna say elevator yeah I don't know if y'all are gonna get this Inside Out. No. Mm, devil. No. Uh, I'm gonna give another word. Ticket.
2: Elevator t- ticket. Yeah. Uh, it's not they.
3: They're not together. The, the they're Polar separate. Express? No.
2: Damn, that's a good guess. That is another. That I is a good like guess. I was like elevator and ticket. I was like. Um, oh, uh, oh, this is probably wrong guess. But last action here. No. <laughs> Last action Another hero? ticket in ele- I don't know elevator scene.
3: All right, I'll give I, I'm gonna give one more hint, and okay. I think y'all will get it. Um, I'm gonna say candy. Oh, Willy Wonka. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Excuse there me. There you Willy go. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Elevator. Factor. That is a
3: crazy. Fucking well, we trick. I mean we I always think of that elevator scene that goes through the it's glass true. roof. It's There's it's a true. book
0: and everything that takes place just in that elevator. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah, I called the know. glass elevator. It's not oh. great.
1: Oh,
0: well. It's pretty boring. All right.
3: That was fun. Yeah, that was dope. How
0: many cards you guys got? Four. Two. Nick six. Definitely beat the shit <laughs> yeah. guess, yeah.
3: Nick is really good at this game.
0: I know, it's really sucky, honestly. <laughs> no, it's fun. <laughs> I, I, have, I have a
3: lot of fun. I don't mind losing. I don't mind being bad at this game, because <laughs> one weird. day I'll be good
0: at this game. Exactly. No, it's, you it's, need it's to true. put 10,000 hours into anything to, be, yeah. to master it.
2: Yeah. We're going to master Blockbuster by damn
0: it. Yeah. Yeah. That's right, we are going to master Blockbuster. Speaking of masters, welcome to the Shot in the Chaser podcast. A podcast where we are reviewing one of the masters, if not the master, the master of masters. Another PTA film this evening. I believe this is our shot. Am I correct in saying that? Okay, for our shot tonight, we have Paul Thomas Anderson's There Will Be Blood. Mm -hmm. Not I steal your milkshake, Matthew. I I drink.
1: steal
0: (laughs) your milkshake! How crazy would that scene have been?
1: <laughs>
3: if he looked at Paul Dano and said, "I steal your milkshake," I mean, it kind of he is I mean, kind he is of saying, saying that. that same thing. Like, I am stealing the milkshake, <laughs> it, but I'm drinking it. Nice. Yeah, right. Yeah, the, no, yeah, the drink.
0: It doesn't come across as eloquent.
3: God, that seems so good.
0: And then for our chaser, yeah. I would say most of us, it was our first Kelly Reichardt movie. Uh, but we went ahead and we watched, I literally forgot. The, Meek's uh, Cut Off. Meek's Cut Off. I, I, I'm always yeah. like, it's Meek's Point. And I'm like, that's nope, not nope, it.
3: Meek's Cut Off. Meek's
0: Cut Off. Watch Meek's Cut Off. First Kelly Reichert experience. And I'm very excited to get into both of these. I'm Nick. I'm Matt. And I'm
2: Joey. What? Hell yeah. Yo, yo, thanks for joining us, guys. Other than these Masterclass movies, what have we been watching? So I got to watch one movie since last week's episode. And I got to finish off... My David Lynch filmography. You did of, it of you know watching all his wow. movies. Yeah, man. Uh, last movie was *The Straight Story*, and I got to watch *The Straight Story*. Um, I think that personally, this is um, easy classic for me. As soon as it was over, I was just like, wow. "Damn straight, this was a good movie. It was very simple. It's very minimalistic. Kind of reminded me of somewhat of a Meeks cutoff approach, but Meeks cutoff nice. is way more. How do you say it? Bone dry. It's very, yeah. very yeah, slow There's and no dull, music. but that doesn't mean it's not deliberate with it, with its, yeah. you know, yeah. with its take on the style. Sure. And we'll get into that. But David very Lynch sure. really stripped down, really simple, nothing weird here going on. Um, the characters are very down to earth. They're they're very likable performances are great you see a couple faces from from the twin peaks franchise which is pretty fun to see always nice yeah always nice um a lot of the older cast which which was cool and yeah the story was just a good touching good good touching tale if anyone is subscribed to disney plus and you have it you may as well just watch it like it's actually very worth your time i thought it was a very nice movie um it's also a good afternoon movie if you were to throw it on in the middle of the day like i kind of want to watch something very light but worth my time. Either throw on Ingmar Bergman or, or The Straight Story. Like, The Straight Story is, like, incredible. So, Hell yeah. Yeah, man. So, Sweet. it was good. What yeah, about you, great. Joe? Um, so, I gotta check out a movie I've been
3: hearing about for so long. It's called Foe.
2: It oh, has, yeah. Paul
3: Mescal. Paul Mescal, Saoirse Ronan. Um, I'm probably butchering her name, but I've heard her say it similar to that. Uh, yeah. With a very Irish accent. Uh, but... I, I mean, we all know I'm a big fan of Saoirse and Lady Bird, um, so I, I knew I had to watch this movie. But people have been like, critics, specifically, have been shitting on this movie for like the past like three months at least. Yeah, honestly, uh, it's been brutal yeah.
2: ever since it came out.
3: Yeah, and right. and unfortunately, we never got it in theaters. I, I like didn't go anywhere. I mean, maybe I'm sure like New York and L.A. and some bigger theaters uh, definitely got it. Uh, but, you know, for the, I think for the most part, this really didn't get to reach a mass audience. Um, and now it's on Prime, uh, which I think is having a similar effect that Saltburn had. Um, probably not as much for sure, but it it is not a bad movie. I think it's a solid four movie. Um, it's better nice. than what the critics are talking about. Saoirse Ronan is amazing. And the, like, last act of this movie is crazy and a lot of fun. I really like the way it went. Um, and uh, honestly, it's a movie I'd, I'd want to rewatch.
2: Nice, okay. So, yeah. Dang. Um, yeah, that's, that's a good feeling. That's way better than anything I've read on the internet about yeah, this movie. I know. Everyone, yeah, honestly. Everyone <laughs> and, hates this movie, man.
3: I might be biased because I really like Saoirse Ronan. And whenever she's acting, I think she always does such a good job. I think Michelle Williams is in that category, too, which we'll talk about her. Oh, for sure. Um, but it, I think it is still like a good, a good movie. It's enjoyable. It's an... It's not like over the top. It's also quiet, which Love. I'm a huge fan of, obviously. Um, so I mean, it's definitely worth the watch. I, I like I said, I gave it a four. Um, but yeah, that's I think that's the only thing I've watched this week at least. Uh, what about you, Nick? Uh,
0: so I I was running behind on movies up until today. I actually got on a a weird TV binge. <laughs> oh. I found a new thing. That I I am like, I'm bum I'm bummed out with myself honestly for how much time I'm about to commit to this. Um, <laughs> do you remember when we had Joey Lust on the show and he was talking about the guy that did the score for Wolf Children also does this score about for a show about like a weatherman?
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Idea yeah, I do remember mentioning.
0: Found it. the show. Oh. Whoa, what? Yeah, 120 episodes, one season. <laughs> Every episode is like. 15 minutes long nice and holy that's chill holy god can i not stop watching it (laughs) is it sad or is it is it it happy it's so like here's what i'll say i think if you took the music out of it it would just be like a pretty like normal show but the music is so ramped up to like an 11 that everything that happens in that that show feels so much bigger than it really is like it's just so like I mean that's like
3: Wolf Children too. I think like yes. the score does so much for that movie.
0: Honestly, and it is it's, it's all there. It's very big. It's like a it's like a soap opera.
3: Oh really? And so it's
0: just kind of like, it's very like feel goody. It has like its dramatic moments. It has its kind of silly moments. It's funny. It's, it does definitely have like sad things happen or like kind of like, whoa, that was crazy things happen. I'm only like ten episodes in and I'm just like I'm locked into that. But I was like, I have to I have to stop this. I have to you know watch some watch the movies that we had to watch. Mm-hmm. And so I watched There'll be Blood This Morning and like as soon as it was over, I was like, I feel like I'm on a high right now and I can't come down. So I need to watch another Paul Thomas Anderson movie right now. And I immediately threw on Phantom Thread. Was still riding that high after Phantom Thread, and I was like, I need just, I need just something. Now, I, I, I can't do another full length movie. Mm-hmm. I need a little something, something. And I go on Letterbox to see if he had any like shorts out. And I look looking through, and I see the the Dirk Diggler story from 1988. And I was like, that I want to watch that. I want to know. I want to see what Boogie Nights originally was. And it's a 1988 short. It's on YouTube. It is almost impossible to look at because yeah. it's like it's clearly filmed on a camcorder. Yeah. And then ported to YouTube, so you have quality loss there on top of the quality already not being spectacular. Um, But it was like a thirty-minute short, and it was really cool to see because it was just like the whole time I'm watching it, I'm just saying to myself, you know, like make your movie, make your. This is what he did. He used his resources, a camcorder, and shot this movie that's ridiculous. Yeah. But then he goes to uses it and makes Boogie Nights. That's crazy. That's an absolutely crazy thing to happen. Because
3: once you make it, you can look at it and be like, "Okay, I need to improve this." Yes, I mean, and he, he kind of can move forward with that. Yeah. I mean, this is a guy who is just way too good at making movies. That's
0: that is an absolute fact.
3: And, and actually, this is kind of funny. Today he announced um that Leonardo DiCaprio is in his next movie. I am not a fan. With Sean Penn. I, I mean. I'm I am so huge. excited. Yeah. I, there's no way it's bad. So. Yeah, I'm wrong, like, wrong, wrong, wrong. There is such a
0: way this is bad. There's no way. I okay. don't,
3: Paul yeah, Thomas Anderson, like, and I, he just can't make a bad movie.
0: It's I, impossible. I, I have
1: yet to see it.
0: Listen, 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 listen. It's it's Leonardo DiCaprio, based. It's yeah. Sean Penn, based. Yeah. And then it's Regina Hall, who is a very 50-50. She's either yeah. fucking great or the most uncomfortable character. And I'm like, I don't know which one you need to play, In this movie. In this movie. And then the tagline is PTA's most commercial movie yet. I'm like, ooh,
3: that sucks. Yeah, I don't (laughs) like that. I did see that, but I'm like But I but at the same point, he's never made a commercial movie, I feel like. Maybe I mean Licorice Pizza might be his most commercial. And I didn't even think that was very commercial. No, I mean people walked out of this movie. My yeah. brothers being one of them. Um, <laughs> I can't believe that. Cowards. Yeah. Yeah. Wasting
0: money cowards.
3: <laughs> I just have so much faith in Paul Thomas Anderson that like, yeah. I, I know I'm going to be excited going into this oh, movie. Oh, easily. I, Can I just it want-
2: suck? For sure. Will it suck? We yeah. have yet to see him make a bad movie. So yeah. I, I'm just kind of riding that high until... He proved we, me different.
3: And we do the one movie we have not seen, or at least we have, me and Matt haven't seen. It does have Tom Cruise in it, Magnolia. That's that really true. And so I'm nervous about that. That's the one. I think that's maybe why I haven't seen it because I'm like, man, Tom Cruise is so hit or miss.
0: See, I hate Tom Cruise. I've never seen a good Tom Cruise movie. Really? Not even like I. You
2: don't you don't like Mission Impossible like at all?
0: I don't think it's great. Yeah. I think it's I think I think he's a bad actor and he's short and I'm just like no, this is dumb. <laughs> However, I do still want to see, I, I haven't, I've, I've genuinely avoided watching like Eyes Wide Shut because well, he's I, in it, but I, I know I, I that I need gonna... to just overcome that and just see it to finish the Kubrick filmography. What about that yeah, movie that's what I was with Dustin recommend.
3: Hoffman? What's the name of that one? Rain Man? Yeah, Rain Man. Have you seen that? I have indeed seen Rain Man. It's not, also I, not great. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you're probably right. It's been a while, but I remember being like, wow, this wasn't bad. When I first nah, watched it, I never I saw it again. Yeah, he's usually not great, though. No, he ducks. And, and I'm kind of mad at him because of how much love Top Gun got.
2: <laughs> so Well, that's what he's really good at, is that, um, that over-the-top, kind of action-y character. Yeah. Ethan Hunt is perfect for Tom Cruise. Top Gun is perfect for Tom yeah. Cruise. Um, I haven't seen him really do anything else outside of that sphere where I've been really interested in it, unless it was Eyes Wide Shut, which Eyes Wide Shut isn't even... I haven't even seen all of Kubrick's films. I don't think I would like Eyes Wide Shut as much as some of his other entries.
0: My friend says it's like the best Kubrick movie. And I'm like, that's crazy. Because like...
2: A lot of people do say that. Like, like, I feel like a lot of people are on that side of the fence. Like, this is the best thing ever. I, I just... I can't watch 2001 and Eyes Wide Shut and be like, Eyes Wide Shut is definitively better. Yeah, no, I, I could cannot, never. Yeah. I just... No matter how good Eyes know. Wide Shut
0: may be, I can't comprehend that. No, I 2001 A yeah. Space Odyssey is something so special and but, amazing.
2: Well, what I can comprehend is that I like The Shining more than... I'd also like true. That. The Shining... a lot more to like, I think, with The Shining. That's just me... Um, I think you also like the horror
3: shot. genre too yeah. which that kind of like The Shining helped. was
2: and The Shining was like one of my first like yeah. horror
3: movies I, I oh, love ever. yeah same.
0: love love same. love The Shining I yeah. think like I still I, I don't know if I think 2001 is better I don't know it's kind of neck it's a and very long like, thing
1: like, yeah kind of not, like
2: ask me
0: on the, on the right day kind of, yeah. kind of situation but not
1: only
2: is that a weird question but it's yeah we'll
0: have to do them for the pot at some point we will
2: we will
3: <laughs> oh, I yeah. would love to yeah, so. oh, for sure. I've never actually seen The Shining, so I, I know... I know I every time things. you
0: say that, it blows my mind.
3: I've yeah, I've always been too nervous. I I even it, had a friend who made a music video, and the the person, the artist, was like, I um, need you to watch The Shining because I want this to have a, the vibe of The Shining. Good God. And, and I, yeah, which is weird in itself, but he, like, sat down and watched it and was trying to get me to watch and I was like, no, I'm too scared. <laughs> it's a pretty... It's a good... Like, that movie is a good scary movie.
1: And a good staple, scary movie. Yeah. Yep.
2: Just like what we're gonna be talking about today, I mean the performances are what really drive the shining. Same thing with There Will Be Blood. So yeah. Let me let me just give one more movie that I watched
0: before we jump into this. Mm. This is my self promotion here. Um, my first short film, Fever Queen, is now on Letterboxd. Hey. <laughs> so, Fever Queen directed by Nick Trufo, I'm Letterboxd official. There, there's a director on Letterboxd and he has a podcast. He's here. It's very weird. Um, not that it means anything, but it was just weird getting on Letterboxd and seeing that, but give it a watch. It's also on YouTube. You
3: should link it in our episode. I could do next that. Next week. So it'll be in the link in the bio. There you go.
2: You can, in the you can watch Nick Cotrufo's first in the summer. movie.
3: And it's 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 brutal,
0: but hey, if you're a fan, Give you're a fan. A exactly. I'm a fan. I also launched my analog horror short film series this past week. Hell yeah! If you're interested at all, the McKinney home video, or the McKinney family home videos, excuse me, is now live. There will be another episode later this month. Stay tuned. But <laughs> subscribe. Enough, uh, yeah, hit that hit that fucking subscribe <laughs> button and that like button. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, enough about me. Let's talk about somebody that actually matters. Let's get into Paul Thomas Anderson's There Will Be Blood. Matt, what is There Will Be Blood about?
2: This movie came out in 2007, and the tagline goes like this. There will be greed. There will be vengeance. And the summary follows. Ruthless silver miner turned oil prospector, Daniel Plainview, moves to oil-rich California. Using his son to project a trustworthy family man image, Plainview cons local landowners into selling him their valuable properties for a pittance. However, local preacher Eli Sunday suspects Plainview's motives and intentions starting a slow-burning feud that threatens both their lives. (sighs) It's a long summary, but it doesn't capture... I mean, it's a long-ass movie. I think
0: it it needs a summary like that. Yep. Nice.
2: Oh... Coming in at a 4.5 on Letterboxd, one of the surprised. higher movies that, that that we've rated.
0: Literally everybody that I follow on here gave it a 5, except for Vegan Lady, who gave it a, a 1.5. So clearly you feel vegan no joy, vegan lady. you have no, you have nothing. It's just, <laughs> I genuinely feel so bad for you at this point, you must you live like such life. a joyless life, but <laughs> you do you, as, as long as you can sleep at night, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Yeah. Bro.
2: Yeah, I um personally, I think this might be I was trying to think about how many times I've seen this movie. I think it's bordering on 4, maybe 5. This which is my is second. This is my second time? Really? Yeah. Yeah, I love this and, movie.
3: Yeah, I've and I've been like wanting to watch it again. So, like even after watching it uh recently for the podcast, I'm like, man, I need to watch this movie again. I would have put it on
0: again like today. <laughs> it was I was so like hooked. Throughout that whole movie,
3: <laughs> I feel like I learned so much more that I'm even missed that made the movie even better. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it's like it is Daniel Day Lewis on like a level ten uh, with his acting. I mean, I I don't think I had ever seen a Daniel Day Lewis movie, or maybe so I'd always heard this guy. He's the best actor. Yeah, he he's always um, re- regarded as uh, you know the top tier actors. Um, and I don't think I'd ever seen a movie with him in it or at least enjoyed a movie with him in it and when I watched this movie I was like okay I get it yeah. this this guy is on another level you I've never seen a movie with this type of energy and level of acting um, he is insane and amazing I that agree. voice
0: that he does throughout oh. the whole like I
3: could listen to that for hours it was so it could easily nice. be cheesy it could. it could it could have been like overdone, but the, the way he does it, I don't know he must have gotten like a teacher because he doesn't sound like that. no, um, not at all. I mean, then you go to Phantom Thread and he's got a whole different voice, like on the polar opposite side yeah, that's also opposite. just as amazing he it's He so does good. a really good job. I wish he would continue to act. I do <laughs> selfishly. Too. We need him now more than ever. <laughs> more than ever, like man. If j- just think, if he was still acting, maybe this new PTA movie would have him in it instead of Leo. Oh, God! Which what a been, what a beautiful life that would guaranteed be. guaranteed great movie. He's
0: lost it. like his two best actors. He loses Philip Seymour Hoffman. He oh, loses yeah. Daniel Day Lewis. Like,
2: give him something, man. Yeah, <laughs> come back. But I kind of like him having to rely on different actors every project. It's kind of nice. And yeah. instead, instead of having like a Scorsese-De Niro type relationship where it's like every feature almost has De Niro in it. Which is like, there's no, no problem with it at yeah. all. Like I love De Niro. But like, he's only making Scorsese movies now, if that makes sense.
3: Yeah. And I mean, even in Licorice Pizza, he has two people that have basically never acted with uh, the Heim sister and then... Cooper Hoffman yeah son yeah um and what they do in this movie is incredible in in uh licorice pizza so he's he's a guy uh, uh, Paul Thomas Sanderson is a guy that I feel like his writing and his directing is just so incredible that like he can make the actors shine in the way that
2: they can he he is it's writing in the way him shining through them like his, yeah. his skill and he's and writing
3: direction. for like he knows what these people are capable of and he knows how to use their talents I would say mm-hmm. in a way um, but then of course I think even I mean Daniel Day-Lewis he, you can literally give him anything I I believe at this point and he will just shine and I think that's why Paul Thomas Anderson was able to go to such extreme levels with Paul uh, with Daniel Day-Lewis um, yeah, yeah. I, I know I have some facts but I think you have them written down so oh, they might be no, I don't well, know if you I mean to...
2: I, was, I was literally going to just bounce off your yeah, point though yeah, you and, and by the way I wanted to, to, to mention Julius uh, we brought some facts to the table. You oh, kind of yeah. inspired You've encouraged us to do a little bit of research to actually
0: be a show. To <laughs> actually so do shit. Yeah because
2: yeah. it was actually really nice just to hear some, some interesting information about the movie but um, Joey was talking about Daniel Day-Lewis yeah. and his his wide scope of just different performances and i kind of heard this funny story online that i wanted to share with you guys um then and, and this is coming from just the the trivia part of imdb okay you want to locate it yeah. yeah but apparently the boy who played plainview's son hw oh yeah. yeah one um he was a normal kid who was who was attending the school nearby and he, like he didn't, he was not an actor. He was just attending the school. They liked the way he looked. Like in they Texas, were like, this is where cool. they shot. In Texas, yeah. yeah.
1: Where they
3: were shooting.
2: And then two, his mom wanted to know what movies Daniel Day makes, so she rented and watched *Gangs of New York*, where he plays the butcher, and <laughs> literally got freaked out and was like, "Whoa, okay, like what the fuck?" So PTA's team heard about this and air rushed her, <laughs> like mail delivery, the fastest method to get something there. A copy of The Age of Innocence, and in which, in which Daniel's just like a civilized dude. He's, just, he's just a normal civilized man. And, but then the yeah, mom like, was Gangs like, "Gangs okay. of New
3: York is the wrong movie to pick for Daniel Day-Lewis on so yeah. many to levels." To your fucking kid
2: like, yeah. hang out with Daniel so Day-Lewis. Funny. Yeah. After watching Gigs of New York, you're like, "Oh my god!" But then, yeah, she watched that movie and was like, "Okay." He can do both, but,
3: but to be fair, I would say "There Will Be Blood" is closer to "Gangs of New know, York" than "Age bit, of Innocence." Right. So. I
2: know, which is which is,
0: so but not funny. for the scenes with the kid. The scenes You're with the kid, he hey, he is big, nothing yeah. but kind to that yeah, kid. He
2: loves him. He loves the kid, yeah. and dude. Which going in, into that part of the movie, I loved that that way that Daniel and H.W. kind of interact um, before he gets sick. Is like he's very loving. He wants to care for him, and. I think this watch, th- th- this relationship really changed for me because every time I watched this movie, I was always like, "Yeah, that guy's being kind of nice, but he's also not being yeah. nice. He's just kind of putting on a show because this is a kid and he can, you know, do whatever he wants. Like he can still get drunk and pass out and not right, really right. care, um, but he can also be nice to the kid. And like the kid only remembers him being nice. But yeah. then when he loses his hearing." I think it's a mixture of him not being able to bend for, like, any reason. He literally has to, like, want to provide for this kid or not. And I just feel like he just doesn't. He's, like, he's a, I'm an oil man. So he's very, like... That's all he knows. That's all he can do. That's literally all that he can do. Now I'm a family man. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So when this kid loses his hearing hannah brought this up to me and i was like oh, i completely forgot about that because for forever i was like oh my god this dude just abandoned like i'm abandoned my child so it like <laughs> like wow this kid just abandoned his kid but if you really think about it that was the only way to get a deaf or blind person education back then was to send them away to a school where they could be paired up with yeah. someone who could essentially follow them around and teach them how to no, you know yeah for sure. the world and shit like that he's not blind but he's deaf so he has to learn how to how to communicate and eventually the kid comes back and he's all pissed off. But I was just curious about what you guys thought about that relationship in your watch. Yeah. Did it did it stand out to you in any way? Well, I thought – I
3: think that scene where he's sitting with those um, – the railroad company men, the people who own the railroads and other, I guess, oil companies, where they offer him so much money. Like, hey, you can get out of this, spend time with your child. And he's like, you don't tell me how to raise my family. You don't – Tell me how oh, to cut just your throat,
0: throat in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah,
3: I think that's very telling. Like, like no, that is not what I'm gonna do. That he is not. My child is not that important. I I think that he is obviously saying that. And and he, I think there's a sense of guilt. That's why even later on when he's at the restaurant, he makes a big scene where he, you know, he's probably also a little drunk. And but he makes a big scene because I I I felt like he was guilty. He felt mm. guilty, and there was a shame there that he knows that like. I have to do this oil thing. I I can't give it up for my child. Mm. I don't care about him enough. I mean even at the end of the movie he doesn't care about him
2: enough. Oh, I definitely get you, that. You, yeah, a see, bastard in a basket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're just a bastard in a basket. Yeah, was, yeah, this movie has too many good lines, by the way. It was like
0: The first time I watched it. I real so I, I think it may be on the the opposing side here. I, I can't even yeah. really say where I, where I've officially landed, but I mean the first time I watched it, I I really thought like, wow, this is like the only thing that he loves is is this kid, and the second time watching and knowing like where the movie goes, it's more. I feel like it's like I think this like he's there's an attachment here, but the the core of the attachment is is like meal ticket. This kid is like, without the kid, he's just like this greasy guy yeah. that's just like, sell me your land for a fraction of the cost, I'll give you something, and then I become a millionaire. Right. And even later on in the movie, when he's talking to his quote-unquote brother, and he's like, I don't like people. I see the worst in everybody, and I am going to compete with anybody that that I see. And so I, I feel like he he's either he's either seeing the boy as a meal ticket or at the end, of the, he does love the boy, but it's all so conditional. Like at the end, of the movie, was like, "Hey, I'm leaving." He's like, "Okay, well now you're not my son anymore. Now you're my competitor, and I will kill you. I will bury you." And it's just like, "Okay, well then at that point you didn't love the son. You you know, it's almost like you loved how the son made you. You loved how the son made you look. How the yeah. son made you feel. He's not even your son, and you are you 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 are the bastard for, for doing what you did. Like from from start oh, to finish. Oh, easily. That's one of my favorite things about this movie is that." It's really difficult to actually, like, be on anyone's side. There's no good guy. Mm-hmm. And Paul Dano, both of, both Paul Dano characters, yeah. awful. Dale Day-Lewis, villain. Like, yeah. everybody is so e- evil and and holds themselves in such a high regard, which I kind of love because it's like, all right... Daniel Day-Lewis is kind of, like, made to be the villain of this whole thing. it's, like, in a way, he's... Everybody else is like him in yeah. one way or another. They are all so self-absorbed. just that he's managed to take his self-absorption to, like, such an escalated level and perfect the con that, it. in the end, like, the money isn't even for it. It's not anything. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, it. it's never enough. You see his house at the end of the movie, and it's a mansion. Yeah. That he just has shit stacked up in the corner that he just shoots. Like, yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't mean anything.
3: He's yep. just like passed out in his bowling alley.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah.
3: yeah. I and I think like a, a lot of it. Like uh, I think Meek's Cutoff* is a good movie to tell you like what the people's intention was to go to California. Right? Mm-hmm. Everyone is there to get rich. He is yeah. surrounded by people trying to get rich and and uh, get wealthy. So everyone is just greedy, always thinking about themselves. And and Daniel Plainview is the one that kind of made it, he is the guy, I feel yeah. like, in that area, um, and so I think that's, yes, he is surrounded by people like that, I mean, of course, um, Eli Sunday is also very greedy, he, they're all just surrounded by people that just want money, and are thinking about themselves wholly, um, so yeah, I think, I think that's why, like, nobody is a really a great person, because, like, this whole area is just full of, like, greedy, money-hungry, people that are selfish and willing to do anything for money.
0: Oh yeah. Hundred, hundred percent. And I think that it's cool to see everybody plays their part to the to the nth degree. Yeah. Eli Sunday playing the most charismatic pastor in California. Yeah. Daniel Day Lewis playing the most charismatic oil man on God's green earth. Like everybody these two opposing forces are who think they are the complete opposite of each other yeah. are exactly alike and they're just butting heads until somebody eventually has to come out on top. Mm-hmm. And it takes 20 years, but eventually Daniel Day-Lewis comes out on top. And as somebody that always sees a Paul Dano movie and goes, I wish that somebody would give this fucking guy smug, stupid skull in, the fuck That movie yeah. is. Perfect. Yeah, the
3: movie is here. That that actually uh, brings up the other fun fact I had about this movie is that originally Paul Dano was not cast as Eli Sunday. Really? Who was? was It was like a Kell O'Neill. It's a guy who's like basically no other movies and is unheard of.
2: (laughs) He was in like Pulse, is probably his biggest release. Oh wow! Two thousand five. Who the hell saw that? So
3: PTA had all of the actors. Um, come to Texas and just kind of scope out where they were going to be like a month early. Yeah. And during that month, the the guy who is cast as Eli Sunday and Paul Thomas Anderson kind of had like some beef. They did not get along at all. And like, there's an interview with the guy about this, not Paul Thomas Anderson, the other guy, where he even says like, yeah, I I just wasn't in like the right headspace. I I realize now I should have just listened to him and just kinda of went with the orders he gave me. Um it's but, PTA, why would yeah. you go against him? Yeah, yeah, but he got fired and originally Paul Dana was only supposed to be Paul Sunday. That was it. He was he was cast as Paul Sunday already. And so like PTA was just like let's just move him into Eli Sunday. And I think that I mean, I think we're very fortunate for that. Maybe it's jarring,
1: like,
0: but it's so fucking funny.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, I think that's a really uh, I, I think we're lucky. I, I love Paul Dano. Um, he, he I think whenever he gets really like passionate and excited, I think those are like the most fun Paul
2: Dano movies. Um, the funniest part about this whole thing is that when literally all four times before this fifth time that I've watched this movie, I have convinced myself. I was fully convinced until this last time because I didn't know that fact until we watched it the other night whenever yeah. Hannah looked it up and she's like, oh, this, yeah, is, yeah. this is crazy. Oh,
1: no. I thought
2: what it was was that that um, Eli had split personality or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Or if, like, either case one, he was just pretending to be his brother Paul. He doesn't have a brother Paul. The movie kind of ha- p- places emphasis on Daniel playing like, picking up that there's something wrong whenever he meets... Eli, he's like, yeah. you look very similar to your brother. Mm-hmm. And I always, my mind took that as, oh, it's the same person. So like he either has split personality or he's just pretending to to have a brother named Paul. So that, that way he got more money for his church without yeah. no one any, without anyone knowing he was going to a church. Yeah. But dude, that was 100% wrong. Funny enough, if I just stuck around and read the credits, I would have seen Paul, Eli, and it was like identical twins played by
0: or, yeah. or you could have listened to the movie at the very end when Daniel Day Lewis goes. I've talked to Paul. He's doing wonderful out, out west. I
3: think even for me, because when I first watched, it, I thought that too. Did but I
2: talked to him because, yeah. Because I, I thought like it was like talks
3: I thought Daniel was like playing on him at first for having the split personality.
2: Mm, like Eli it, isn't the good that's, version. That's Paul how I is always the, interpreted. Yeah, it's like Eli's the smart it felt, one. It feels good like good a split brother.
0: personality Yours would be so chaotic in a western. That's yeah. why I was like,
3: "There's no way. It has oh, to be sure. identical." Yeah, and it, and I think it. The it, reason my mind went there right, is because dude. Eli is so crazy too. Yeah, like I'm not surprised yeah. that this man. Who thought he cast a demon out of this woman right. and uh, cured her arthritis or whatever she had? Um, like I, it's not hard for me to believe that he also has split personality, but that's not at all what PTA even intended.
2: No, yeah. no, not at all. And I and I prefer the way yeah. it's actually written. I, I I prefer the twin route. Yeah. Than, than, than the split personality route, but just because like the twin route sheds more light on how different. Eli's perception of how to get shit done is like even compared to his brother Eli's brother Eli's just a normal dude he's living in a city neighboring the town or whatever and then he shed light hey I have a family back home Paul my bad Paul has you know he's shedding light for Daniel saying hey there's oil coming out of the ground at my family's property I'll tell you where it is if you give me 500 bucks and he did. And then that's why Paul's never seen again because he's just like out he's of the long. city. He was literally just there for his, his 500 bucks. Like, yeah, like, I it. got my money. The guy's money left. And then he invested in shit and he was fine. Yeah. Oh, and then that's bringing up what, what Daniel says yes. at the end. Paul was the smart one. You know what he did with his $500? Like, or whatever, after giving $500, I gave him a 1000 And what did he do? He invested and now he has three towers. And he yeah. never has to work a fucking day in his life. Or like, whatever he says. Yeah. Um, so definitely, my interpretation was wrong. If anyone's out there and they and they share that interpretation, you weren't alone. I'm sorry, yeah, you're not alone. It's gonna completely fuck with your head for a little bit after watching this movie. But yeah. Paul Dano plays identical twins in the movie. but, <laughs> but It's really good, though, yeah. and I think he, it, he does a great job. Funny enough, he didn't win an Oscar, but. Who won the Oscar did? that year? Daniel Day. Daniel okay, Day okay. It deserved it. Yeah, but that's like... Which that's, also... Wouldn't he best, just have been
0: best supporting? Like, yeah. why would you put Paul Dano for, like, right. lead Ooh, yeah. in that?
2: Yeah, best best performance for an... It won three. Or, excuse me, two. And it was nominated for one. Best performance by an actor in a leading role goes to Daniel Day-Lewis. Best achievement in cinematography went to Robert Elswit who did the cinematography. And it was nominated for best motion picture of the year. Of course. Well, won that year. Yeah, no, it I'm probably not sure, did not tell me. Yeah, it didn't tell me. It was two thousand seven. God. It's gonna be something but dumb. I already. Know. While Nick's looking that up, I just wanted to add another Oscar winner that same year, No Country for Old Men, which I think took the best picture. That might winner. have been
3: okay, and now oh, we- this cannot be right. <laughs> two thousand seven? Dude, don't tell me No Country for Old Men also
0: lost. No, 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 uh, no, 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 This, so, because this was 2000, well, would it be 2006 or 2000? It had to be 2007 when the Oscars were for this. Does I it think say, so. Does it say what Oscar year it was? Or Maybe like the 79th? 2008. Oh, 2008, okay, good, because the Departed won in 2007. I was like, absolutely Ooh. not. Yeah, right it was The Departed better than this. No Country for Old Men won. Okay. okay. That's a, that's Which a is, fair loss. This movie could potentially be...
2: What's we crazy, you might watch these movies, you are know, like, this looks kind of similar. Yeah. The, the landscape looks kind of similar. Apparently, No Country for Old Men was on the neighboring shooting lot for this movie. They were <laughs> right? right next to each other I in Texas. Okay? They were right next to each other. That sounds like one Two crazy winners. Cra- That's fucking <laughs> crazy. Walking across the lot, and you can meet Daniel Day-Lewis walking across the lot, you can hang out with Javier Bardem. That would be crazy. Josh
3: Brolin. Yeah, Josh, Josh Brolin. Brolin. The
2: Conan Brothers are all yeah. over there. They're all there. They're all there. All there. there. So,
3: but Jesus.
0: You
2: know in No Country for Old Excuse me, in There Will Be Blood when they the tower erupts in the flames and is yeah. shooting up it's so God, large. I love that scene. It's an it's an amazing scene. Apparently it produced so much smoke that it blew over into the no country set. And they had to delay shooting for a full day because because <laughs> the smoke took that long to clear off from the previous night's shooting. Wow, that's kind of funny. That's crazy. That's fucked up, but it's pretty wow. funny.
3: That is crazy. And also, both of these places they had to be next to each other. I feel like even like there will be blood. Like Texas is big enough, right?
1: Rass- Rass- yeah,
0: couldn't Rass- Rass- be on opposite sides of Texas because they're this- both trying to be in California. So it's yeah. like
3: and it's literally just like desert land like there's definitely plenty of that in Texas. Right? That that is wild. That's kind of, that's a cool fact though. I love that cuz those are that's top funny. tier movies. Some yeah. of the best made in that decade.
2: <laughs> some sure. of all time I would yeah. say even. Oh, I mean it, it every time people ask me what's what's one of my favorite movies of all time easy go-to is just No Country for Old Men. Yeah. Because I think it just checks the boxes on so many things that I love about movies. It's a little scary. Sure. It's intense. I think it's even There Will Be Blood moments. is in there too. Yeah, There Will Be Blood a great example too. I both think would I think definitely I think be in like, like the
0: top 50 best yeah, movies of all time for
2: me. For sure. Yeah. I personally think I just like No Country for Old Men just yeah. a little no, bit that, more. I, I mean, they're both five-star they're movies. They're really yeah.
0: fucking Spoiler good. Spoiler alert, they're yeah, both yeah. five-star yeah, movies. splitting hairs here. <laughs> if I had just
3: watched No Country for Old Men, I might say that. No, right, that's right, really right. what it is. It's like I'm fresh off of uh, There Will Be Blood, and I'm like, man, that are just be so good. They're
2: just two really, really good character yeah. studies. One just devotes more time to that singular character. I think that's what makes There Will Be Blood so special. I think that's what made Daniel Day-Lewis deserving of the Oscar over any of the performances in. No for Country sure, for Old he man, he yeah.
0: he is unbelievable in this from start to finish.
2: Like he is so committed to that
0: that character. Well, being
2: committed to the character, I just wanted to add another fun fact. Daniel Day-Lewis claimed to have completely improvised the speech that he gave to Little Boston in front of the oil tower. That would eventually erupt in flames whenever he he says, you know, this will build roads and this will bring bread to your town. None of that was scripted. He just made that off, off the dome. Wow. King. And and he literally said it was all Daniel Plainview and it was brilliant. Like, he, he just kind of claims like that the character kind of made it. Which, was, which is cool. <laughs> That's like, a cool I, claim. Yeah, I was like, I'm in it. It, it's, it's dope that... He it's like he kind of got lost in the sauce, yeah. and, it, and he just was like, "This is what Daniel feels," and I thought that that was really cool. I love. But I think that, that that attests to the talent here.
0: I love when actors do that. I, I'm I'm learning this is a hot take now when like actors like become the character, and yeah. people are like, "That's dumb. Just just play the fucking part." And it's like fucking chill. Just because you're a bad yeah. actor doesn't mean you got a dog on people that can't act. Yeah, who David Harbour.
2: Right. Like yeah. like who can um play different parts and you're probably not going to be able to improvise every role right. you do yeah. you shouldn't need to do that but there are going to be some roles where i think they're going to come off really naturally and i would i'm, I'm right there with you nick i would rather the actor feel more comfortable to improvise one prime example would be Harrison Ford in Star Wars, and Star Wars would not be nearly as cool if that dude did not pay attention to the script. Yeah. If he or if, if he paid more attention to following every word that George Lucas wrote. That's just one example for something as mainstream as Star Wars. Um, this is Char- something that yeah, that yeah, that, that this is something that 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 won um, the Oscar. So there there will be Blood got a lot of attention too, at least for the for the time being, but. Um, i don't know there's a lot of really good things when you let actors do what they know is going to be best for the audience i think that they really understand
3: like like um harrison ford is really great in indiana jones but like when you think of harrison ford you might think of him as indiana jones or, or a console or something like that but he's so different i think in a lot of these movies where I think Daniel Day-Lewis is the same thing, where, like, when you can just become that character, where, like, no, that's just Daniel Day-Lewis doing Daniel Plainview. And that's Daniel Day-Lewis doing whatever his character's name is in Phantom Threat. Mr. Woodcock. Mr. Woodcock. Because that kept making me chortle every single time. I was
0: like, this movie's so good, but... It's the fact that everybody just has to keep saying Mr. Woodcock every yeah. couple of hey. minutes and I'm like Man, just get a different name <laughs> just, just, yeah, just change just your change, fucking name just change
2: the name just change the fucking name just change yeah.
0: the I know it's a real name and it shouldn't be made fun of but god damn it your name is Woodcock
1: yeah, yeah I know
2: I'm five but just something literally anything other than Woodcock and Joey I do agree with you that, that I think that that's what makes the the performance special and I was just gonna add that I think that um the difference between the of course the, the the performance I just brought up, Han Solo and There Will Be Blood's performance for, for Daniel Day Lewis is that Harrison Ford is just improvising, just improvising. Yes, he's a cool guy. Yeah. That that's it. That's just all yeah. that, that Han Solo is. It's just Harrison Ford making a script a little bit better, playing a cool guy. Yeah. There will be Blood's performance is completely yeah. in in my opinion, different. It's way more layered. Apparently Daniel Day Lewis is method so i mean we're talking his technique he probably is doing some crazy shit eating steak and and every day probably for every fucking meal maybe <laughs> yeah. um
0: oh, that I, sounds so painful
2: for <laughs> god damn uh, but apparently a fun funny story apparently paul thomas anderson and the editing team would eat steak and vodka very frequently to stay in the mindset of daniel Plainview, yeah. wow, which, which is insane that was just like one of the last fun facts about about uh that's will be what blind, it takes to
3: make a movie like this. I, I, sh- mean, I
0: would love to just eat steak yeah. and drink vodka and make the best movie <laughs> ever. <laughs> ever.
3: It really is. Like, I, when you, I love, you can tell when directors and actors, they just commit to this movie. Yeah. I think Oppenheimer is a similar situation. Yeah. Where uh, Cillian Murphy. Um and I've been becomes, saying Cillian. And this, now
0: now Twitter's like, all right, idiot,
3: it's Killian. And I'm yeah. like, fuck. Because he's yeah, winning right. awards yeah. now yeah. for Oppenheimer and they're always saying Cillian Murphy. I'm like, what? Damn it! Yeah, so Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy. Well, when he, the way he's bad, able Killian. to commit too. To Actually, you, There's
0: an episode where you said Killian, and we were all like, "It's Sillian." <laughs> that was that. So of really, you were. so really, Matt was on the right side of history. That's.
1: Funny.
0: Oh no. <laughs> we just bullied you into saying it the American yeah. way, which is wrong.
3: Hey, we're sorry, Killian. Yeah, we, lo- was we like, oh yeah congrats like on killing. your golden we, globe we love
0: you did you totally off topic did you guys watch the golden globes or have you been seeing anything i, I,
3: I watched mean little the little monologue bit. the day after oh god just to see what all the hype was about it is the bad
2: hype yeah it was like joe was coy is not funny too. like i didn't even know
0: he was alive let alone hosting the golden globes i've
2: never heard of him
0: though. oh my god Until... he was, he used to do like a lot of stand-up like like stand up specials on like comedy, spe- uh, Comedy Central.
1: Yeah.
0: And they were all like so bad and unfunny and just like made for a very specific audience of eleven year olds. Mm-hmm. That I was like, all right, like this is kind of kind of yeah. mid as hell. Um. And then he leaves, exits, and I'm like, good, so glad I never had to see that guy ever tell a joke again. Then like two years ago, he put out a movie called Easter Sunday that was like, oh yeah, he did. That was like a commercial, like horrific flop. It was like, this is what you get for yeah. trying to come back, let it go, the stream isn't working out, it's fine, skedaddle. Only to find him hosting the fucking the fucking Golden Globes <laughs> and doing the worst monologue ever. Ever.
3: And blaming it on the writers. <laughs> The, yeah, he, he blames the writers. He's like, I had 10 days. What do you expect me to do? I'm like, not
0: to say boobies on yeah. fucking Bro, live TV, fuck you grown you man. Mean? What's wrong yeah. with you? Like, yeah. oh
2: my god, I bet comedians are writing monologues left and right all the time. I don't com- I don't claim can, to be an amazing writer. I could have written an infinitely could,
0: better monologue. In 10
2: days in t- easily. In 10 minutes? In 10 minutes? Jesus
0: I would have been like, what Alright, writing this monologue? Yeah, right. I better not say boobies out
2: loud, because that would be that be crazy. Well, A, not funny, and B, not funny. Not funny. This is stupid.
0: It's weird. He he fucking sucks. He's never been funny. God I hated I hated having to watch it because the Golden Globes seemed kind of great this year. Like yeah.
3: there were very few like everybody. The, I wanted to win one. I yeah. Feel like all of Succession, all of The Bear, Oppenheimer, like the actors, directors, even the best movie. I think with Oppenheimer. Yeah.
0: I was I was just happy. I was even. Suzume was like even nominated. I was like yeah. I had no idea it was nominated for a Golden Globe. Getting that picture of Harrison Ford holding the Suzume chair. I was like. Every award could have gone to who I didn't want it to. As long as I got this picture, this was great. I was ecstatic with with that. Yeah. Hoping for another W like this at the Academy Awards. But we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll see what vi- happens yeah, there. Yeah, we
2: will see. Uh, like Probably my guess is that it's going to be Killers of the Flower Moon mm-hmm. and Oppenheimer kind of facing off for a lot of these categories. I don't
3: know. I,
2: th- I think Oppenheimer is going to take soundtrack. At least. I don't know, because... We're talking at least.
3: I think,
0: what were the two most nominated at the Golden Globe? Because Oppenheimer was, I don't think, was number one.
3: Four Things was there around, I think had a good amount. I think also, um, Maestro might have had a good amount, too. And one none. One none, yeah.
0: Dude, you know, like, that movie, like, everybody hates that movie.
1: I don't know what's going on. I don't get it.
3: It looks great. It is good. Like, Carrie Mulligan... I think maybe deserves the Oscar. I don't know because. Hold your horse's pack. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. I take that back. Emma Stone deserves it. But she deserves. You think
2: Emma Stone deserves the Oscar? Yeah, oh, oh but this
0: is a Lily
3: Gladstone house, my good sir. <laughs> oh,
0: well, no, no, no. I mean, I was just, I was just all three of these actresses like, deserve okay. a nomination.
2: <laughs>
3: sure. But to be honest, if any of them win it, I'll be happy. But if. Yeah, if
2: I get that. I get someone Barbie. else
3: wins it. Barbie had the most
2: Golden oh, Globe yeah, of
0: nominations course with nine, did. and Arpenheimer had eight.
3: And I don't I think it, it won very many. No,
0: no, it won like the participation golden globes that's uh, right i'm just like you made
3: a movie like the, <laughs> and, like the and best it was Fox box office, office achievement yeah which was
0: like fair it made over a billion dollars yeah. it absolutely obviously if it didn't I win that I award it'd be that. fucking crazy it's also yeah.
3: the dumbest award yeah but it's like win. kind of a weird award to give like because it's like <laughs> i'd be this ashamed is not a, if i won that because it's
0: like it's not a nomination like, yeah. <laughs> that's just a, a fact if you're nominated and you know your, your movie didn't make that money it's like okay why am i even here i yeah. know i'm not walking home with the golden globe it was obviously greta gerwig
3: So whatever. Going back to Meister, I think it ties in with the method acting. You know, um, Bradley Cooper would call Carrie Mulligan like frequently, and act as Leonard Bernstein, or Bernstein. Yeah. Um, and would just in the voice, and he would just go into that like headspace of being Leonard Bernstein, which I think helped because he does. I think he does a really good job. Carrie Mulligan runs the movie, but. (laughs) Um, He he does a really good job. He does not deserve to beat Killian Murphy. He is not better. There's that shot of his face after he lost. And there's like memes saying that he's going to actually murder someone. Or or like, you know, he he looks that angry. Um, He's going to actually (laughs) drop the bomb. Um, And it's, I don't know why he even thinks he deserves to win, but whatever. He, he, he's trying it's does a really he, good
2: movie does he think he deserved to win because I, I, I it I, feels I, like I it. something crazy that he took many years to learn how to conduct for 10 yeah. minutes and like apparently oh, and people scene, yeah. are comparing that to tar though and apparently
1: it's a kate, kate movie,
2: blanchett though. only took like two months or something to learn i
3: don't think it was i think it was like because he, he, I don't think it's been ten years. It, it, because he found out about this movie after he made a Stars Born, so it's probably been like five. Or, at,
2: it's still at a most. long time. Yeah. Which I mean, I, I will give it to his credit. Yeah. It looks like he's directing a lot more than than Tar did in Tar, because like Tar's yeah. a lot of talking. There, there is directing. It's a different
3: but, movie than Tar. I will say, right. It, but the the only similarities is that it's about conductors and That's
1: sure, it. yeah, and and true.
3: they're like Leonard Bernstein is a very complicated human being. Character, sure. So, I think Tar, um, I thought was complicated, and then you learn, she's actually just like a bad person. Yeah. (laughs) I think Leonard Bernstein is more complicated than that, but... That's not what this episode's about.
0: We'll, we'll do a maestro episode at some point, yeah. probably. I, I
3: mean, if we're watching all the Oscar movies, I'm assuming y'all are probably gonna have to watch. That's that movie true. Eventually,
2: that's true yeah, for sure. Because it's definitely
3: gonna get a nomination of some sort. We'll be there. Yeah. Yeah. I'll watch it. Just a couple more weeks, and then we'll know what we're yeah. what we're in and for. We're,
2: that then that, that like
3: three
0: week period where we're just binging movies, right? Just trying to get them all set and ready to go. <laughs> I'm, tra-
2: I'm trying so hard to like think ahead and to yeah. guess and to, like honestly, this weekend, Same. as soon as you said. We're going to have to watch Maestro. I was like, well, I think I know what I'm doing this weekend, so I'm probably going to watch Maestro.
0: Yeah. So. Nice. Well, yeah, There Will Be Blood is is a great movie. What are we yeah, doing? It?
2: Yeah, d- yeah, we kind of got, yeah. got, got the beaten path with the Oscar talk. Sorry, guys. It's award season. We're really excited. This but, is our time.
0: This is um, our Super Bowl.
2: But... Five, obviously. Like oh, yeah five, five. yeah. five.
0: There will be blood. Five,
2: five is, inc- is just... We were even huge.
3: saying it's one of our top movies of all time. Yeah, yeah there's there's
0: rumors going around that Paramount's about to re-release it on 4K. And oh. if that's true, I'm absolutely buying it. I would yeah, love I, to own this.
2: I would like to own it, too. Along so with every it's, other
0: PTA movie. But. Really
2: good, yes, that would be, honestly, a really good box set. I don't think he would ever make a box set, at least not yet, but... Um, that would be dope doing all of his movies. Right. For sure. But this is another director where Joey claims that all of her movies are fantastic. Yes. And he picked this movie specifically because he thought for, that this would be a good introduction for Kelly Reichardt. For you guys specifically. For
3: us. Yeah, it's like it has the most going on, which might say a lot about oh dear. her movies. <laughs> her movies
1: yeah.
3: Oh, dear. Because there's not a lot going on.
1: No. Yeah, all right. Not.
2: But we are being introduced to Kelly Reichardt. Um, Joey's pick for for The Chaser was... Meek's Meek's Cutoff. Meek's Cutoff. Thank you, because
0: I was going to get it wrong again. I was going to say Meek's Ridge. I'm never going to get the name of this movie right.
2: Meek's Ravine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What's Meek's Cutoff
2: about? Meek's Cutoff came out in 2010, and the tagline goes like this. The road to civilization is not always civilized. And the summary follows. Set in 1845, this drama follows a group of settlers as they embark on a punishing journey along the Oregon Trail. When their guide leads them astray, the expedition is forced to contend with the unforgiving conditions of the High Plain Desert.
1: Ooh.
3: So, I, the first Kelly Reichardt movie I watched was actually, I'm going to mess this one up. It's either showing up or showing off. I think it's showing up. I think it's it's showing up. up. Also has Michelle Williams. It came out in theaters. I remember it had Michelle Williams. It also had Hong Chow. And this was like fresh off of The Whale. And I'm like, okay, I need to watch this movie. I love The Whale. Um, And I was blown away by that movie. I love that movie. Um, And I knew, it was like, I need to watch more of this director's movies. And this Meeks Cutoff, I think, was maybe the second or third movie I watched after showing up. And I remember immediately watching it and being so blown away by how good it was, um, that I was like, I need to do this on the podcast, but I was like, I can't do it that soon. So it's been, (laughs) it's been this long, but that has been since, since June, I've been wanting to put this movie on the podcast with there will be blood. So this, this episode I've been, it's been at the top of my list basically since June. Um, and Obviously, it has people I love in it, um, like Michelle Williams, like Paul Dano, but um, I think everyone in this movie does such a good job. It it feels stripped back in a way that I just absolutely love it. And, and Kelly Reichert does that. I think what she does with the sound in her movies are unlike any other director I've ever seen. Um, and... to me it's something i can just sit and just like get into which i know is kind of hard for for movies that are this silent right Right. and like the noise i'm talking about is literally just like wind rustling the tree leaves and um there's one movie she has it's called old joy and it's just literally about two dudes going on a hike and and that's it and they and they come back home and that's the movie that's it yeah um so and i mean another great movie
1: all right all right yeah
3: um but i meek's cut off i think michelle williams this is also a movie based not also this is a movie kind of based on a true story yeah Yeah, it's about a guy named Stephen meek who was bringing people to california like this and and had his own cut off and his own way to get to california and he would it's like loosely based on it so there's like just and this happened uh, 100 years ago plus you know maybe 200 years ago at this point um
2: but yeah uh i really like it i I don't know um this wasn't your introduction to kelly reichardt though because you watched showing up Up. yeah that was the introduction okay yeah, well, I, then bro, you've been introduced recently then.
3: Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, this last year, yeah, Showing yeah. Up was my first movie. Yeah. And then you
2: just went through her entire filmography. How many films in total?
3: I think it's eight. Have you seen First Cow? Yeah. How Cow. is it? It's good. It's, okay. It's maybe my least favorite, but it's okay. still really good. Because that was the only
0: movie I had heard of yeah, from her yeah, was, was First Cow, thing. and I, I had never ventured further it, past that.
3: It is good. It's it's a really dark movie. I mean, no, not, I said that wrong. It's... um. Really poorly lit movie.
0: Oh,
1: okay. It's very, very. <laughs>
0: like, I was about to say dark, dark. as
3: in like, like no. Eo
0: dark, or like no. is this? Would you rather watch First Cow or Eo?
3: Oh man, dude, that is so. I haven't seen Eo, and so I, probably Eo. Man, that movie is so good. That movie is incredible.
0: <laughs> I went to Barnes Noble and Noble; they had it the other day, and I'm kicking myself for not buying it. I'm yeah. like,
3: damn it, that would have been such a good one for the collection. It yeah. is a fun movie. Yeah, First Cow is not like Eo. Okay. Right now, but <laughs> it's just about a town that got a cow for the first time in a place that they don't have cows so then they get milk uh, okay and and the only people who can get milk are rich people because Word. they own the cow it's the first cow <laughs> it's the first cow yeah all right um yeah but Meeks cut off i don't know i, I, I this is probably an early paul dano role too 2010 T- 2010 i mean
0: therapy blood was before this so oh
3: yeah that's crazy that, I did not even think about. Yeah. For some reason, I, I think of There Will Be Blood coming out in, like, 2014,
2: so. Oh, sure, yeah. No, that's no, no, no. not true.
0: I saw the, I saw that movie when I was either 16 or 17. It was because we had a local band by, in my hometown called There Will Be Blood, and they were just like, we love that movie. And I was like, what? And then I saw the movie, and I was like, wow, all right. <laughs> it's a good movie. That's a pretty good movie, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I saw it as an
0: adult and was like, that was the greatest fucking experience. Yes. Yeah.
2: Good enough to name a band out? Yeah, because the band was awful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was like, let's just see. Yeah, something I really liked about this movie, just from a stylized or a stylistic point, um, was its square aspect ratio. is yeah. It's, it, it's kind of nice just to see the, the little the little block. Um, again, Always good. Yeah. Um, when it, when it's well utilized. I think here it's really well utilized. And, and um, Kelly Reichardt, I, I actually like, wrote down just a small quote from her from an NPR movie. And she talks specifically about how the movie looks. But she said that, that the square was typic, typical for early westerns. And apparently the widescreen format was... She she said widescreen was really sort of the 3D of its day. Uh, but for my purposes, I gave you a sort of idea of what the woman, the closed view... Like what that looks like. Yeah. That women have back in that, in that day. Um, and, and she referenced them not being the main characters and things mm-hmm. of that nature. But... That's kind of a big thing in this in this movie is that there isn't necessarily a central – I wouldn't necessarily say that there's a centralized character. It's kind of the whole no. group, right?
3: Yeah, the group. I mean, you, you might say Meek, like the guy right. on the horse, um, but not really. He He's really and, – and, and towards the beginning of the movie, he probably is definitely the focal point, but they lose that for sure.
1: Yeah, especially you, by
3: the end. Um, Michelle Williams' husband, I, I forget his name. Uh, the but, guy
0: who's in Halloween.
3: Yeah, the guy Halloween. who's in Halloween. Yeah. I know,
0: as soon he as, as it, I was like, that's the guy from Halloween.
3: Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's that guy. He, sure, uh, I don't know what his he, name is. He kind of starts to take focus, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, M- Michelle Williams, I think, her, the last act where she kind of is taking over, where she's got the gun pointed at Meek. Yeah. Um, and Meek has the gun pointed at the uh, the uh, the Indian, the Native American. He's that scene. I absolutely love what she gives in that scene. For sure, her care, she, even the whole movie. Um, there's and there's so much that like isn't said, but you can kind of infer like that. Like you can feel the vibe yeah. of like
0: how what everybody's thinking and like how they how they're interpreting the events as they
3: transpire. They're just in a very shitty situation with mm. not great people, right? Um, and in a in a time when men are the only people that have the answers, which obviously wasn't true whatsoever because they are the people leading them, getting astray, them into getting, getting them lost. Yeah, yep. um, yeah. This is definitely a movie that just kind of showcases how stupid men can be at the same time, like and and how foolish and how their egos can get to them in such a
2: way um i love the way this movie is shot too Mm. Um, but it i mean you bring up really good points because i mean i think that that the movie also does communicate these these themes and messages yeah um but i think that it's coming at it from i i also saw kelly reichardt um, go on for record stating that she didn't write it with those Necess- with, with with those perspectives necessarily. Yeah. She just said that she wanted to make a movie that wasn't like a basic Western. From yeah. that from that one male perspective, just kind of follows the one male character. She's like, I'm just not going to do that. So she focused more on the trail, and she just wanted to focus on just a small part of this group of people's lives. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that helped the movie overall? Because... No, because of sure. them not focusing on one central character
3: and I, I definitely made it feel different than a western to me like it, it was a western obviously but it, it's not a traditional western i think no because, for sure because they were able to focus on so many different people it was almost just like a different type of story mm. uh, entirely
0: um yeah mm, mm. all right We've been praising this movie a little bit now. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get in here. <laughs> I, I, I'm ready because I, I... Let me be a hater. <laughs> I,
3: I fully expect... Like, this is a totally different movie than what you guys are into. Well, so I wouldn't even say
0: that because I I like movies that are slow. Yeah. Very little score. Very little dialogue that goes somewhere. Yeah. And I feel like Meek's cutoff gets the atmosphere. It gets the... Because di- the dialogue even feels like it's not, like eq'd it almost feels like what they're saying is almost background noise mm-hmm. like it makes to make you feel like you're there you're really you're like you're here and experiencing this which i i loved and i, I love the way that it shot as well but i felt like it just it was a movie that felt unnecessarily long like had it been like a 15 minute short i would have been like kelly reichard is an unstoppable force of nature what a yeah. great movie this was but like but like an hour 10 and I was like, for the love of God, something has to happen in this movie. And then it just fucking ends. And I was like, oh my God. Like I was, I was so, I hated <laughs> the end of this movie so much. I was so flustered by the end of this movie. Cause I was like, all right, here, like we have finally reached a head. Yeah. This is where something has to happen. Like fundamentally something has to happen at this point in the movie. And they're like looking at the they they're looking it. at the native guy and they're like where do we go and he just walks
3: off. Yep. And then the credits roll and mm. I was like what the
0: fuck they, is
1: that?
3: They get up they get to a point where like they either have to turn back or they keep venturing on and they won't be able to turn back. Yeah. And it, like that is the moment that's where most movies that's where the climax is happening. And in her movies that's where it ends. <laughs> oh, I don't I don't I like lo- that. I she does that a lot. I will say that's her. That's I don't a lot need. Of her thing. I
0: don't need a full resolution. I don't like when a movie ends like so. Like so, there's very few times that I've seen a movie end like like that and yeah. it worked out. Like Sin New York is a perfect movie that just ends. Oh man! Like die the end. The <laughs> it's like fucked you up.
2: Perfect. Oh, man. I'm like every time I just hear someone mention that ending, <laughs> I have like a PTSD flashback. It's yeah. just like I like have like an ego death, a mini ego death. And I
0: I love that. Or like yeah. you know like I don't know if you would even consider, I could consider this, but like end of Evangelion when they're on the beach, you're like, where do they go from here? And yeah. <laughs> you're just like, oh yeah. shit. Another one that's like
1: whoa. Yeah, like, that just I
0: think it's a very jarring thing to do in a movie, and if executed well, like it's an unforgettable experience. Yeah, and I felt like this was not the movie to do it with. Hmm. And I felt like, I don't know, I, I feel like you were given enough to know about the characters to to know who you like and who you dislike. Yeah. Michelle Williams is great as always. Paul Dano is really good. The guy from Halloween is really good. What is it, Bruce Greenwood, I yeah, believe is. He so. He's great. As meek. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's he's fantastic. Yeah, he did great. I think, I think all the characters in this are, are enjoyable and play their parts well. I just felt like... If you're going to put me in this movie that's like an hour and 40 minutes, I need you. And it's in the desert. Like, it's not like there's anything to look at. I need something else. And I, I don't know. I knew nothing about Kelly Riker going into this. But I was like, all right, surviving the conditions of the desert it in, in the middle of, like, pioneer times, something, like, fucked up is going to have to happen here cuz like you read these sto- you if you ever have you read these stories about like people going on these long expeditions in pioneer times and just like the fucking awful things that happened to them the whole entire time like the Donner party and shit like that and I wasn't expecting anything to be that bad but I was like yeah. I bet some shit's going to happen here and all that happens is the one guy dies of dehydration even though 2 minutes earlier he looks totally fine like yeah. there's no warning whatsoever he's just suddenly dying
3: and yeah. I di- I was like Come on, man.
2: We don't even get confirmation on that, what, though. Uh, he just goes in the wagon, and then he's just sick yeah. for the rest of the movie, right? Like, he doesn't necessarily well, he's die. There, but then he's not there anymore. Oh Yeah, I see, yeah they don't take him yeah, in the
3: wagon. Okay. Like, but he he, just, there's just that gone. scene where I think he even rejects the water. Too, yeah, but like so. he's
0: just sort of like, I'm good. Like, yeah. He's not like, oh. He's not like SpongeBob drying up in Sandy's bubble. Like, water would be nice or anything yeah. like that.
3: He's just, he's just like, I'm good. I can keep going. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I... These, I will say, are things that are in all of her movies. They are slow, they don't say a lot, and they just kind of end. And <laughs> I I don't know why I love them, Nothing but I it. absolutely love And this is... Like, I actually, after watching this movie, I made a, a ranked list on Letterboxd. Of Kelly Reichardt movies? Of Kelly Reichardt movies. This and guy. after watching it, it just, like, solidified, yep, this is number one. Damn! Yeah, that I love Meek's Cutoff so much. It, like, I, as soon as I watched it, I was like, oh my god, I think this is a perfect movie. Where did this come from? After showing up, I can't believe she was able to make a movie like this. I... I love the ending. That, that <laughs> when, it, when he just like walks off into the distance, I I remember saying like, "Holy shit, she's going to end it right here." I know it. She does this, and and and, and she there did it. Was and there it was. I was like, "That's so great." I I just loved it. Um, and I mean, I love Michelle. Williams. Paul Dano just kind of being a little bitch for most of the movie is funny. I love. I really. He's getting excited, excited, but he's just kind of dumb. Another thing I disliked, if Paul Dano's in
0: a movie, something fucking awful needs to happen to him, and nothing really bad happens to him in that movie, like, he's pretty fine, it's not like prisoners where they're like, we're gonna torture him for two and a half hours, it's not like, there'll be blood where he's like, I'm gonna cave your fucking skull in with a 1920s bowling pin, which looks like a a weapon of destruction.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Even, like, um, Little Miss Sunshine, where he gets the news where, like, he doesn't get into... The oh, farmers. you're colorblind.
0: Yeah, you're colorblind. Yeah, That's it's right. like, he let's go.
3: A, yeah, the devastating news. Yeah, no, for sure. He definitely has that. Even the Riddler. Yeah. Oh, my
1: God. Uh...
3: <laughs> yeah, it, this is definitely different. I, I don't... I mean, I think Paul Dano can... I mean, even the Fable Fablemans, not a lot happens to him, but there is some... Oh, I think emotionally a lot yeah. happens to him. He gets cucked. He gets cucked by Seth Rogen. What an L. Yeah, I I I love to think that maybe this is where Michelle Williams and Paul Dano met, and they're like, you know what, we we they became such good friends that like later on Spielberg thinks, yeah, these guys need to be they got the chemistry. Yeah,
0: a husband and wife that don't work out. That's Michelle Williams and Paul Dano. And
3: Paul Dano's wife. In Meek Meek's cut off is his actual wife. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. I think I remember you telling yeah. us about that. Yeah, so that I mean that's kind of and she's just like she's also crazy. she's so unhinged.
0: But I loved her. <laughs> yeah. I loved her character because I was yeah. just like, she's so psychotic. Everybody else is pretty lo- like normal and level headed in their chaos. This woman is just screaming in the middle of the desert like they're gonna kill us! They're gonna get us! And it was just like.
3: Shh. It's yeah, like just that. chill out. Calm down. It's Calm just like down. how submissive they are to their husbands. Like they have to listen to everything their husbands. They don't know how to function without yeah. their husbands. Until Michelle Williams picks up a gun. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> nope, I'm taking the matters into my own hands.
0: Let's go, Michelle Williams. So Should have shot Bruce Greenwood, but it's all good. He mm-hmm. was you want to talk about the, the the whole movie, he's like, This this Indian over here is dead weight. And it's yeah. like, you have literally
3: got a soul lost. You are the yeah. deadest weight imaginable. <laughs> At the same point, he's not he's saying we're not lost. Yeah. We're finding our way. So. Right. What well, that okay. means lost. That literally means lost. That's another yeah. thing like that he just can't admit that he's lost.
0: because yeah. that's that's
3: Cause a, a man sleeping. can admit he's wrong. Yeah, exactly. It, it's really well done.
2: I, I love, personally I, I just want to chime in on this, the yeah. this little back and forth debate. Yeah. I personally really liked it just just my take i mean even even my take on the ending i like the ending i I like whenever movies do that just overall um even if a movie is like bad if it just snips the ending off i'm like better to do it than not like literally (laughs) literally, seriously i I would rather i would rather them to just do it as like as like a cherry on top um so you know talking about other movies that were referenced in this episode that kind of have a similar vibe I'm No Country for Old Man kind of has, has like a similar ending, a little bit, yeah. but right? it works. Like,
0: it works, yeah, because well, the, the, the story is essentially resolved itself you said, by the end.
2: Yeah, which I mean, it it, it works for me uh, for 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 cutoff as well. Um, but the like the the personally, I, I really liked him just kind of walking off into the distance. It made it uh, but ambiguous enough for me to really question a movie that wasn't super confusing and, yeah and not that i was confused like whoa what he just walked away but i was like yeah i don't know what they're gonna do like yeah. I, th- I think it really cements that what are they going to do are they, as yeah. joey said are they gonna follow this guy they're gonna go back home because <sighs> because the movie's only encapsulating such a small amount of time with yeah. the with with these people it's such a it's literally mainly from when they meet meek they meet the native american yeah and then the native american leaves i, I can't see this being more than like at, at most a couple months right yeah. i mean a, of, of time i would even say maybe like a week because of how, yeah, how they're I running say out of say water it's really quick yeah, yeah it's like it's mainly they focused know. on the on the time of them running out of water too yeah. so i kind of like the slower pacing i prefer this over to other slice of life pieces of media because this is so true to life patterson yeah. looks like a dreamscape compared to this movie so yeah. it's like there's which like it arguably it is but yeah. but but patterson used to be the most slice of life movie that i've ever seen in my life where i was like this feels like just like a normal dude he just drives a bus and that's it he his wife his wife's dog ate his poetry that's it that's yeah. that's the whole movie that's yeah. that's so normal but then you watch this movie and you're like oh yeah i can get more
1: normal. Yeah, As a right. big slice of life Warmth. guy
2: here, I was like,
1: ah, it's you should watch different.
0: you should watch Leave the World Behind. Just after the sentence you've said, I feel like now you'll love Leave the World Maybe Behind. Maybe like it, yeah. It's such a dog water movie, but and that ending yeah. is like the biggest middle finger. Fuck you, yeah. Barack Obama, for being like it's my favorite movie of the year he that did, I produced, like,
3: yeah. <laughs> that right. I fucking produced. Oh, I didn't know he produced. Yeah, that's he's so funny.
2: Yeah, that's so shitty, dude. Like, yeah. you know I mean, people do that on the on the whole letterbox for top four movies of all time. Like, that's what um, Mark Ruffalo did for. For for poor things, he gave three tops, and he said, "Ah, poor things." So, like as the dude, last dude, you're in like, the movie. Like, like
0: it's like, all right, fine. Like I, I can even give it away, but it's like, all right, you're an actor, fine. You're in the you didn't make the movie. I get that. D- Barack Obama literally made the movie, so it's yeah, like, all right. Uh, my favorite movie is the one I
3: made. Like sure, it's and then like yeah, okay, he, yeah. Especially when he comes out with a list and. That will get people to watch movies. Oh, yep. Yeah, he's like, these are my favorite movies. I'm like, man, have you watched enough movies to even know? He put air on there, dude. I know. I saw that. And, <laughs> I mean, he's from Chicago. He likes Jordan. I get it. Whatever. <laughs> Do your thing, man. There's a lot of people that like that movie. Whatever.
0: I really think it's, it's just your great. love of LeBron that's keeping you from it, loving that movie. It might
3: be, but I, I won't never love saw it. It's a, it's a, it did not care me enough to want to watch it. It might get nominated for an Oscar. We might have it's to watch it. Dumbass thing Ugh. i
2: i kind of doubt that it will i just don't know if it'll be on people's minds enough yeah. for them to want to i with.
3: my my thought it might get like nominated for like a dumb off maybe like adapted sc- or like a yeah something a, yeah, adapted maybe.
2: screenplay maybe something, or something yeah. like that yeah yeah that,
3: that it doesn't deserve that they're just giving it a nod and only time like, will only time will tell what
0: yeah. ends up i'm still right
2: excited there. honestly but yeah
0: check season. out check out leave the world behind it also ends both of you in fact Watch Leave the World Behind. It ends on a really sour note for no fucking reason after building up so much. And he's really the only good thing that's happening in that movie. (laughs) Everybody else is not good. Uh, Well, Mahershala Ali is is perfect through and through. He's incapable of of being being bad. bad, Yeah, he's great. But, like, every. Julia Roberts is insufferable. The kids, insufferable. The plot, stupid. Kevin Bacon, annoying. Movie, mid as hell. Sam Ishmael, please go back to making quirky rom com movies. What all,
3: you make, like, oh, you made Cupid. C- no, you made Cupid. Com- not Comet. Cupid. Cupid. <laughs> Comet. I was thinking Comet. <laughs> I was thinking of
0: that movie that came out Cupid. Yes. Uh, yeah. You yeah, made I'm, Comet. Go back Comet. to doing that. You're yeah. yeah. Comet. Comet's Comet, great. Comet's uh, <laughs>
2: great. I honestly need to watch There's
0: a movie movies that movies. also, like, and, and it's like, that's a perfect oh, spot yeah. to end it. Yep. Yeah. Leave the World Behind literally introduces three very, like, big, like, crossroads with all of the parties involved in the movie and then plays the Friends theme song and ends. No way. Do you know how big of a fucking middle finger that was? I could have thrown a (laughs) damn rock through my TV in that moment. Friends is such a weird prevalent joke throughout that whole movie, which also kept taking me out of it. I'm like... Do you like Friends? I did when I was, like,
3: 12. My dad is obsessed with Friends. Oh, my God. It's kind of
0: weird. I can, like, if it's, like, like... I'll say this, like if Molly and I are like staying at a hotel and nothing's on TV but friends, throw on friends. I'll throw on friends because oh, sure. we, we both, it we're both, get a laugh. we need like TV on to fall asleep. We just need yeah, like that there's noise. there's nothing else on. There's nothing else <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah. Friends. Sure. This is something I know. This is something that I am okay yeah, with. Okay I'll throw it on either. and I'll be, and we'll be, we'll be good to go. I'm not like, oh dude, we should watch Friends while we're eating right. dinner. Hey man, let's watch Friends. You want to come over and have a Friends marathon? No, nothing like that. Yeah no we
2: do that every tuesday yeah right
0: no it's it's fuck that shit i i having the joke the friends joke be like constant throughout the movie and then end with the friends theme song i was like everybody that made this movie is not real <laughs> this is such a fucking bogus I, it movie. does sound
2: very strange like yeah. completely no context that sounds like something i wouldn't necessarily appreciate nor would i think is funny because i don't like the show but um <laughs> We'll see, I mean... It's got kid
0: actors, too, so really everything's going against you here.
3: I still want to watch it, because if
0: people
2: people were
3: praising this movie, besides Barack Obama. They were, they were. I don't get it. I
0: could not explain it to you if I tried. I'll have to
2: check it out and then check back in with you on on what I think, but...
0: I don't know if I removed it from Redacted, but it may still be on Redacted. It's also on Netflix, if either of you are
3: still with Netflix. Cool. Yeah, it, it all, of, all of a sudden just works on my TV again, so... Damn. They, they don't say, uh, is this your household or some, <laughs> some shit like that, whatever the question is. Well, yeah. all right. Well, then what are we giving uh, Meek's cutoff? Oh, boy, I'm about to... Uh, it's I, a I, five for me, I'm starting there. Jesus I love this movie. Jesus Christ. Love yeah. Kelly Reichard. So, yeah, just starting off there. I know it won't be for y'all, but...
2: <laughs> yeah, I... Um... Five is a little high. Yeah. I don't. I don't think I can give it yeah. a five. Um, four and a half. I think is even a little high. I'm, I'm sure. gonna go with with a four for right now. I thought. I that's thought it was good. Performances were 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 strong. Um, yeah. I for a very calm and understated movie. I vibed with it enough for it to me for, for for it for for it to be enough for me to want to check out the rest of her filmography. Yeah. And yeah, that's just a strong solid. I think it, it was a, it was a solid first watch. I think on yeah. a on a really harsh day. I probably would lean more towards three and a half. If I I was like really just being like, no, fuck that movie. I do not (laughs) want to watch that right now. I'd probably be like, fuck that stupid slow movie. I don't want to watch it. but Gee, um, I wonder what Nick gave it. (laughs)
3: Yeah, here we go. <laughs> a two.
2: No, no, I gave it a three and a half. Oh, okay, that's okay. why. I, hey, like, that,
0: I
3: like that.
0: Yeah, no, I okay. do not. I by no means hate this movie. I just felt that there were some things about it that I was like, ah, I, okay. I'm not vibing with this. And like, it oh, definitely no. didn't turn me off to Kelly Record. I would watch another Kelly if Record. If I was movie.
3: tired, I think I'd fall asleep to this movie. Even yeah. giving it a five. Oh, sure. Where I was tired and I watched There Will Be Blood, and I did not. I locked in very quickly. God,
2: it's
3: such a good movie. Yeah, I, yeah, that movie is insane.
0: So I, is it, it's, steal I get
2: that your milkshake.
0: Then yeah. I said that the I said the the I drink your milkshake line to Molly earlier, and she's like, "What did you just say to me?" And I was like, "I drink your milkshake." And she was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And I was like. You never heard that line? She's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Like, it's a pretty famous line. And then I go online and I'm looking through like lists of like famous movie quotes. Not one of them having "I drink your milkshake." And I was like, that's crazy. I feel like I have heard somebody say that line. Best
3: line in the movie, maybe. Like for sure, arguably. I've seen. I've
0: heard that that. line like at least like three to five times a year since that movie came out. Somebody will say it in some context. You like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Yeah. I
2: I think that that line. And one of the lines that's, like, in the first 15 minutes of the movie, um, I think he says, it's something along the lines of, like, I wouldn't take the – it's like, I wouldn't take the contract even if it was a gift. Yes. And he walked (laughs) away. I I always laughed at that part because I was like, oh, my God. That's, like, such a, like, diss to that dude who's like, please, Mr. Flavie, like, please just give us a chance. And he's just like, dude. Get the fuck away from me! <laughs> yeah, like, I'm finished. <laughs> yeah. Crazy.
0: Great movies. Great movies all around. What yeah. correlations do we see other than both of them had Paul Dano?
2: <laughs> yes, um, I think that that both really do um, dive into man's morality and the extent to which that can be stretched or yeah. um, when it's put under pressure. Um, a lot of like people's true characters really come out. I guess the best way to say it, um, meeks meeks uh meeks point. Cut oh. off.
0: Damn it, why can we not get this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll get it Sorry. It. Meek's, okay. cut
2: meek's, uh, meek's cut off. Meek's Meek's cut off. Um the characters, when they meet the Native American, I think that that a lot of their worldviews are revealed. The more time that they spend around that character, mm-hmm. um, the more time they're around him, the more you start to understand where someone's coming from, and that in itself is kind of like a character study for that for that group. Um, you get the same type of thing for, for Daniel Plainview. Um, I think that Daniel Plainview is coming straight from the perspective of greed. So it's not the best correlation, but I like to see... Like one of my favorite things to watch in a movie, I guess the best way to say it, is what happens to to a character when they are either put in ex- in an extreme circumstance which we kind of get that with Daniel at the very beginning of the movie when we show the lengths that he's willing to go to to survive like he breaks his legs and you know he crawls back to civilization just to bring them back to the oil which yeah. is, which is crazy it shows an intense level of the, of determination but i would also argue that we're getting s- similar messages communicated to us when it comes to Meek's character with how he wants to treat the Native American. When it comes to Michelle Williams' character, how she wants to to, to, to treat the Native American. Completely different subjects, humanities versus greed. But I, that that was the strongest correlation. Mm-hmm. I think that, that both these movies are kind of about the human spirit, how evil really people can be. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Meek's is a little bit more understated then there will be blood there will Mm. be blood is almost like a crazy characterization that we don't even understand how it works but the character works in this movie and he's super evil like super and 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 that was something i forgot to mention too upon, upon the fifth watch Daniel Plainview is. I I kind of see this as like an an or like like a villain story.
0: Well, that's what I was saying earlier. Like up. he's a villain, but like everybody there it's is also is a villain up. in their own right. right. There's thing. no like
3: hero. You're it. spending the most no. time
0: with Daniel Plainview, so like you're, you're obviously going to see him evil. as as the greatest villain. But then you're kind of like, all right, well, I have to root for somebody here.
1: Oh, sure. And I'm going to
0: have to root for Daniel Plainview to kill the other villain. <laughs> oh, for yeah. sure.
2: I mean, just. Yeah, I don't want to harp on that too much because we could jump right back into there will be yeah. blood talk, but did you guys see any other correlations?
0: Mine was the atmosphere mainly. I feel like both really mm-hmm. are good at in, like making you feel like you're there mm-hmm. at, like mm-hmm. in this time period experiencing this happening as a spectator. I feel like that's a very difficult thing to, to, to do in a movie as a whole, and PTA, I always expect that. That's just PTA. He's excellent at creating a vibe and just writing it throughout the whole movie so it always feels like one like one fluid motion at the whole thing Mm -hmm. and other directors you'll see like movies that kind of have like bumps in the road where you're like "Ooh, that feels different it feels like you had to change like a total location here and now i'm not in the same place whereas kelly reichert is able to do the exact same thing because i mean it looks like it's shot in one location pretty much the whole time and it looks great. Like it, it's, it looks great. It sounds great. It feels like a really real experience. Both feel incredibly real. I just think that one executes it better than the other as a whole on a grand scale. But I think the foundation is laid the same for both
3: movies. Yep. Yeah, I definitely agree. I, I mean, and I would even say like I think greed is a major part. I think going into the morality, of greed is definitely. I think it's more on the nose and there will be blood, but it, it's, it makes cut off It's like they're willing to get more and more lost and and dive into this you yeah, know for the rich yeah yeah I completely because they know that. yeah what the what California or the West yeah brings um, and yeah that that the, and I would even say the, the men in this um, especially like they they want money and, and the women are just following blindly Um Yep. So yeah, I think greed is a major part in both of these movies. Yeah, that for sure. It can be going into the morality as well.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I, I dude, I, I definitely agree. I think that 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 these were two great picks. I mean, a great movie that yeah. I've seen before that we've all seen before. Yeah. And then a new movie. So.
0: Very fun. Yeah. yeah. New I'm excited. new
2: director to dive into.
0: Seriously, got a lot of content. I I was telling someone earlier, um, that I think my my. My resolution this year for movies because I know just I'm like I'm gonna watch a hundred more movies than I watched the year before, which is taxing insane, and exhausting. Yeah. So I think I'm gonna still aim to watch another two hundred movies this year, but I think it's gonna be that I want to just work through like entire filmographies instead of just like sporadically picking. So I'm gonna finish off PTA's filmography and then I'm also working through Werner Herzog's nice. filmography, which should take me some time. And you
3: don't time. like it like if you watch the same movie twice in a year, you're only logging it once. Yes. See, that, see, I did, like I watched Butt Boy three times last year, so that's three times I logged. Damn, no, 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 so that's no. three of my movies. But I did watch them, yeah. Because Letterboxd will even tell you like how, you re- you've, how yeah. many movies you've, or what movie you watched the most, which last year was Butt Boy. <laughs> Ironically.
0: Mine was End of Evangelion. End of Evangelion, yeah. <laughs> what does that say? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's so fucked up.
3: Oh my goodness. Yeah, because I, I rewatch movies all the time, too, so... I, I, it's a staple. It's yeah. really
0: difficult for me to rewatch, but I mean there will be blood like I yeah. would watch that tonight. I would watch it
3: multiple multiple
0: times. So great movie that I cuz Molly and I were going to watch like I said we were going to watch but we we passed out and then yeah. I had I had to watch it so I watched it while I was at work today, but I get to work from home now. So I was like I'm on a big screen watching this movie. It was great. Um but I was like when she got home today, I was like you have to watch this movie. Like it's so 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 good. Just We'll pick a night where we have like nothing going on. We'll put it on early, order like a pizza or something and mm. just just
2: get in it. That's what that's what Hannah and I did. We just ordered it, some Indian Indian food, sat down, threw it on, and I was like, I've seen this movie so many times. If you want to talk through it, like feel more than free. Yeah. So she was just asking me questions and I was just talking her like, this guy's been in this movie, or like this guy's amazing. Yeah. This, yeah. I was like, this performance is considered one of the best of all time. I was just spewing out so right. the entire movie. <laughs> Like, one of those annoying guys. But by the end, she was like, that was incredible. I know. I can
0: never tell if it's annoying or if, like, people are genuinely like, man, I love watching movies with this guy. You definitely
3: have to be the right people.
0: Yeah, for sure. 100%. Well, awesome. Thank you guys so much for listening. Where can people find us on Letterboxd?
2: On Letterboxd, we're under Shot and Chaser Pod.
0: Awesome. You can also find us on Instagram at the Shot and the Chaser Pod and the Shot and the Chaser Podcast. You can also find us on Cringe Twitter, at the Shot in the Chaser podcast, or at Shot Chaser Pod 22. Ayo. Last I checked, Matt was a little, going a little crazy on here. <laughs> Let's see. It's a picture of Bradley Cooper that says he is going to kill someone in real life after not yeah. winning the Golden Globe. <laughs> yep, yeah. yeah. Ayo! And Emma Stone winning the Golden Globe. The much-deserved Golden Globe.
2: Much-deserved, yeah. Much
0: deserved, yeah. Uh, and then you saying, spoiler on the upcoming episode, because today, while we record the episode, came out where we're announcing that we're doing There Will Be Blood next week. But... You know how it is. Um, well, what
2: do we have for next week's episode? Next week's episode, we're having a guest on the show. Yes, we are. Long-awaited appearance of Roberto, mm-hmm. and we are super excited to have him on. Um, we, he is watching Rocky for the shot. Oh, man. And the chaser <laughs> is Nacho Libre. That's right. Yeah. What a what a ma- literal
0: match made in heaven. This is going to be such a good
2: episode. I, I am stoked. First off, I love Nacho Libre. Can't tell you the last time I watched Rocky. Probably yeah. when I was like 15, 16. But I'm down. Here's I'm the so deal. Down.
0: Here's what I'm going to tell you guys also. Because we normally watch the movies on Tuesday, right? Yeah. Rocky's a pretty Italian movie. It's a good movie. Yeah. So I'm going to slow roast sausages all day. Oh! And we're going to have sausage sandwiches and watch Rocky. Oh! It's going to be a good Tuesday night, my friends. Yes.
2: (laughs) Please. And then we got Nacho Libre.
1: (laughs) Nacho!
3: Which Joey claims he doesn't like. Yeah, it's been a while. But on the opposite end, I love Rocky, which I'm pretty (laughs) sure we talked about on The Rhinestone. I've actually been wanting to watch Rocky since the Rhinestone episode. I'm
2: so excited. I get to open up my 4K box set for this, too. Like, this is going to be so sick. uh Yeah, yeah, the movie's going to look amazing. I get to rewatch Nacho Libre, I'm definitely am excited. Am.
1: <laughs> <laughs> didn't I get you?
2: Didn't I get you a seven inch of the single from that movie? Yes,
0: that's right. Shit, <laughs> it,
2: had, it had bubble gum, bubble, bubble gum. gum. Baba gump,
0: baba for me. That's yes, right. I was like, there was a very specific song, and it's not like the song written for the movie. It's a very, it's for one scene in <laughs> yes. the movie, but it's like nowhere. Like you can't
2: nowhere. find you song can't song anywhere. Find it. It's literally Nacho like slow motion skipping down the stairs in his new, in his brand new baby blue outfit, like like <laughs> the jumper. <laughs> He's, like, skipping down the the And
0: there's just this really good song that plays in the background.
2: I forgot that. I think the first Christmas we were friends, I got that for you. It's a legendary gift. That and along with, of course, Wild at Hearts, Nicolas Cage singing Love Me Tender, which is incredible. That's right. I went through a whole
0: vinyl gift-giving session. I'm I'm changing it up. Your your birthday present that I had set up fell through, and I'm kind of pissed, so I'm going to see what I can do. Okay, well, that's fine. I was going to... Do you want to know? Since it's never going to (laughs) happen? Sure. I... Had been talking to a guy that makes replicas of like movie like attire, and he made a replica of Nick Cage's Wild at Heart jacket. <laughs> uh, what happened? He was just like, no? It, well, it was just sort of like kind of shady like everything oh, was sure. very under wraps yeah I, and i was it, like i don't know I man don't and then like yet. the site that i was talking to on like vanished <laughs> and i was like oh, all right no. yep got it <laughs> Yeah, like, i'm good so thank god unfortunately did not buy that, i but. do not have that jacket for you it's a symbol
2: of my individuality and creativity
0: you need to watch that at some point for the pod but until next yes. week's boxing and fighting episode i'm nick i'm matt and i'm, I'm joey thank you guys so much have a good night who steal your milkshake, Paul Dano? I'm gonna give
2: you fucking strawberry. I wanna steal your fucking, steal you your Paul fucking milkshake, Paul Dano. Kill your give me that, give me that fucking <laughs> strawberry
1: milkshake. you...